we go. Fucking Phil Collins doing that air base. <laughs> he does it like you, like he's making the hang ten symbol. That's where I learned it. From, from a Phil, true musician. From Phil Collins. Ooh. Suit suit studio. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you see it? He gets his one, it. His one hand is hang ten. What's up, Dan? Coming in with Phil Collins, Sue Studio. What the fuck does Sue Studio even mean? How are you, Dan? That woke me up. Uh, yeah, your <laughs> dumb joke woke me up. Hello, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for listening. You are listening to This Might Sound Stupid, a, uh, a podcast that two friends have as a reason to hang out with their friends who they love even more. Uh, that was Sue Studio by Phil Collins that brought mm-hmm. us in. Um, if this is your first time listening to us, you should subscribe to us on your podcast app, even if you never listen to us again, because it would just kind of be cool to see our subscriber numbers go up and what it doesn't, it's not going to hurt you. It doesn't cost any money. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch. If you have a Twitch account, I taught Amber how to watch us without ads. So that was neat for her. Um, and if you want to email us, you can email us at this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, too, at TMSS underscore podcast. Although that account mostly retweets. Every once in a while, it tweets a picture of Dan and I. It does. As always, we're brought to you first and foremost by Joey the Good Boy. Let's check in with Joey here. I like, <laughs> I like the Joey cam today because he's kind of hidden. Sneaky Joey. <whistles> he's tucking out. He had He had a bunch of kids here all day that he was playing with. And uh, talking a boy out. Oh, oh, oh. Got to nope. shove his face in there even more. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, who is a great designer based out of Minnesota. I don't think I tweeted that we were live. He's hidden in my Mike Long. Mike, Mike Long's curled up uh, on Dan's couch, but Dan's couch doesn't have a camera. No. More blankets, though. More blankets? He does have a nice little nest. Actually, you kind of have that only that one blanket. Mm-hmm. The communal blanket. The communal? No, not sewashko.org. What? Twitch. Didn't. I didn't tweet that we were live. Oh, no. No wonder we have nobody watching. That's why it's just me and Jeff. Well, Javin got to hear the stupid comedy in the beginning. Although I don't know if it was live when your joke was made. But I don't know why that tickled me so funny. Dan, saxophones in there. Dan just saying, man, I just want to get canceled. It'd be so much easier. <laughs> and I really, like, popcorn. I really like the idea of like somebody canceling our podcast that we do ourselves and us being bummed about it. It just tickled me 
funny. Or like, or like some guy who's like not really like a dick or a racist, but he's just tired of people. He's like, ugh, like he's 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 trying to get. He's like, I just want to get canceled so people will just leave me alone. But he's oh, like, that's he's, but he's meant. but he's trying to do it like politely, and he's like, because he doesn't want to like really offend anybody, but no one wants to cancel him. <laughs> I'm sick of having the social media presence. I thought you just meant because we're both exhausted from our week of work that it would just be easier if somebody canceled their podcast. Yeah, that works too. And I don't know why it just it was really funny to me the idea of getting a letter in the mail from like some like Twitch execs and they're just like you're you guys are canceled. You're not getting sorry guys. You're, you're not bringing enough eyeballs. You're canceled. Yes. What are you drinking, Dan? You basic. Uh... This is called Chillin' Like a Fiend. I like that can a lot. Yeah. It's a collab between uh, Modest and Fair State, two, two very nice Minnesota breweries. Holy God, I'm tired. Oh! Great pop! That was good. How it is? You had it before? Yeah. What, who, what, what, uh, what kind of beer is it? It's a it's a double IPA. Ugh, I'm not I'm not usually a fan of double IPAs. Uh, Jevin says forever tied to the sex montage in American Psycho now. Yep. Uh, that video. Phil Collins is playing bass at one point, and he's like doing hang ten, like slapping the bass. Sue Studio is a good jam. I oh I should I should try to get our our branding. Oh yeah. I got my trusty cooler. Playmate by Igloo. It keeps my beer ice cold for the whole podcast. That way I don't ever have to leave. Oh my god. You know what we need? What? Brobes koozies. Oh, dude, we should make Brobes koozies. We can put my fucking beer in a Brobes koozie. That's genius. And Brobes pie glasses. Uh, this is just selling itself. Yes, it is. I'm drinking my now my official last well-received because my best friend Dan brought me some. Mm-hmm. That he had, what a good guy! Well received. It's my favorite beer of 2020, I think, and would, for sure the summer of 2020. Would you say it was well received? Yes. I gotta crack it open. Yeah, yeah. And we're not we're not peeking out on. Uh, there was like a week or, or two where we peeked out on Discord, and so it would mute the audio of it. Yeah, it would be too loud. Yeah, I like this in a glass. That's a mason jar. Well, yeah, but it's made out of glass. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's not a pint mason jar. No. Yeah, it's more for like preserves. Preserve. Hey, one of my teachers gave me raspberry rhubarb jam. It's it's a great little gift. Another one gave me protein pancake mix. I thought that was so funny. Like why I came back to my office. It was like, thanks for all your work with me this summer. It was just a box of... Kodiak cakes. Kodiak protein pancakes. Like, I really think that she, like, she had it, and she's like, I'm not going to eat this, and just gave it to me with a little <laughs> note. Because <laughs> it's such... I don't walk around... Like, I'm not even a big fan of pancakes, so there's no way I would tell anybody, like, oh, I love pancakes. Mm-hmm. So why that was in her head... I don't, I I would prefer to get a box of pancake mix than like chocolate cuz I'll eat the chocolate but it's not good for me. At least the protein pancakes make me buff. 
This goes out to Big J. He's not watching. He's busy doing housework. Oh, my God. That beer is so good. Are they going to not make it after the summer now? I, I'm sure it'll rotate out. It's probably a, probably a summer summer thing for them. I'm going to close my cooler. Oh, for some reason, it's not. The past few weeks, you've been able to see the Playmate back there. Playboy Playmate. How's your week been, Dan? Busy. It's just been one of those like non, non-stop, where I don't, I don't, I just don't think I stopped moving. Yeah, four days. <laughs> uh, I have so yesterday I didn't, but every other day this week, I've hit fifteen thousand steps on mm-hmm. my my phone. Just counts my steps. Uh, yesterday I was at like twelve thousand because I did three thousand for the last half of the day, which is our phone support. But every other day has been 15,000. And then yesterday, I was probably running around even more crazily yesterday because I knew like at 1130, I wasn't going to be able to. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's been nonstop. Like, no, I'm eating, but I'm not taking a lunch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just eating and moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, it's a, like I was already like a, a little tired. It was like, I don't know, for like 145 or like two. I was like walking through the hallway. They're like, uh, a teacher company's like, like, hey, um, did you get my email? <laughs> um, and I, I literally just kind of, I just went <laughs> and just stared and just stared at her <laughs> and said, huh? And, 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 just, and just waited for her to just tell you what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? I don't know. I've gotten a lot of emails. <laughs> that was today. Today, I, I finally had to. Yesterday, I was at work, and I got a call from a contractor who's there doing work. <clears throat> it was like right away in the morning. No, it was not right away. It was like 8 because teachers had started to show up. And he was asking me where we were putting a new like data drop in. He was asking me which closet to run it back to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I just come down and show you? And he's like, yeah, that's perfect. And I was like, cool, I'll be down there in like one minute. Mm-hmm. And it seriously took me probably seven or eight minutes to get down there because people kept stopping me. Mm-hmm. And so today I find, like, I just had to start telling people no, like, in the hallway. Like, oh, I got a quick question. Like, I can't just send me an email or give me a ticket. I can't right now. It's just real quick. Like, literally I can't because I don't. Do you look at your tickets on your phone? I've never opened helmets on my phone, no. Yeah, neither have I. I think you can. It's an outward-facing website, yeah. Okay. So, but I just, I always go, you 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 probably look at it at your laptop as you go, but I just ping-pong between my desk and my tickets. Hmm. So, like, I'll go, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I can hit these three tickets and then come back. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's like, if I'm moving to go take care of a ticket... There's just people in the hall, and then you just get distracted, and you never actually take care of the people who are putting in the tickets. Yeah, like when I got to a, like a billion billions like these last couple of days, I would just print off the list from that building. Um, yeah, of, of yeah, the whatever tickets are there, I would just kind of like write the room number beside it, and then I would just start wandering around the building. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plan. Uh, people, the the nice thing is I've been there long enough that people are like. They get it that I'll, I'm 
I'm rushing to get to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, like nobody was salty about me saying like, I can't right now. I'll, like shoot me an email or give me a ticket and I will get to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really nice that just everybody was like, okay, yep. And I think everybody did who needed to, because I don't want to ask people to call 3000 at this time here. <laughs> so it's too busy. But, yeah, so it's it's just been. I'm gonna you fall know, asleep. I'm gonna try and go easier tomorrow, but we'll, we'll, well see how that of, goes. Most of them won't be there. That's the yeah, like most teachers won't be there. So it's I'll just try and like do a bunch of stuff that. Uh, um, but we'll see because shit gets real in a couple of days. Yeah, I have to. Uh... Do take like a. I have to sniff out Ethernet, I guess. I don't know what to call it. You know the Ethernet wand? Mm-hmm. I can't think of what it's called. But we have. Yeah, I have to do that tomorrow. So I have to. I'm not going to explain that on the podcast. That would be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. My mind is so melty. Um, I have every day this week, except for today. Still gotten up at six to work out. Today I did not. Like my alarm went off at six and I was like, nope. And I just hit snooze for mm-hmm. a while. I, th- I hit snooze until six fifty, and then I was just like, I gotta, I gotta get up. Um. But then today I came home and just did, uh, like twenty minutes of jump rope. Okay. So I did, and 20 minutes of jump rope is kind of a misnomer. I would do a minute of jump rope, 30 seconds off, a minute, 30 off, a minute, 30 off. And I did that for five minutes. And then I took two and a half minutes of just nothing of like letting my muscles. Cause I don't doing that. My cardio has gotten good enough or I don't, I don't have to catch my breath anymore. Like I could keep going mm-hmm. in that for a while, but my legs start to cramp up. And I just need to give my muscles like a few minutes to just catch up. Sure. So I do five minutes of that and then I did two and a half off and then I did another five minutes of that. It's like 400 calories in Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. It's awesome. (laughs) So that was, that was me making up for not working out today. And then tomorrow's my day off because we do the podcast till late and I don't want to get up and work out. Word to that. Word to that. I don't really have anything. My my week has been such a blur of just work, coming home, and more work. Mm-hmm. Like make dinner, look at work, get kids to bed, read stories, try not to look at work, get kids to bed, come downstairs to play a video game, and look at work. Cool. But I don't know about you. <clears throat> I'm more. I think I'm more stringent about it. Normally, I don't look at work really after four. But it's uh-huh. like there are exceptions to that rule, and these next few weeks are one of those exceptions. Where I'll still respond to people, but you kind of always respond to people at night, don't you? Yeah, I, I usually do. Like if it's, it's usually like people like emailing me at night, or like a media specialist, or like a like a principal or something like that. Um, I usually do. Okay. 
I mean, if if I saw something that like really needed my response, mm-hmm. obviously I wouldn't just let it go. But during the school year, there's I've, there's not really ever a time where somebody needs my response at eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't know. I think it just can help alleviate everybody's stress. So yeah, <laughs> just silence. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nope. Su- sumo? Br- oh, what's going on in sumo? <laughs> there was a, a July tournament. Um, where a gentleman who had gotten like really bad like knee injuries and stuff like that, like he used to be second highest rank. So there's like Yokozuna, then it's uh, Ozeki and Sekiwaki are like the two right below that. Mm-hmm. Um, and those those. Especially like second white, those kind of rotate a little bit more because it's like you can go up and down into those ranks. Yokozuna is just permanent forever. Oh, uh, once you hit Yokozuna, you're just Yokozuna forever. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's not easy. Sure. To, okay. to, to, yeah, just to <clears throat> that seems fair. Off. But they he so he was he was Ozaki hurt his hurt his leg like try to come back. Uh. Lost, like uh, had like losing records for a few tournaments, and then like he was just gonna, he's like he was just gonna retire. Mm-hmm. There's there's a certain sort of like kind of like there's like the unwritten rules of baseball. There's like honor stuff in sumo where people of certain ranks don't fall below a, like certain ranks and without like retiring. Okay. So, like, uh, but his coach is like, it's like no, like you. You can't retire. Just take as like, just take as much time like away as you as as we need to like make sure like your legs and like your body's okay. Okay. And so he dropped all the way down to <clears throat> like there's. Uh, so I'm sorry. He had never hit Yokozuna, right? No. Okay. No. Uh, so there's like five like main divisions in in sumo. Yeah. Like, like the top two are like salaried and paid. The the three below that are not. Those are more like like amateur. That's where like the young kids come in or like just like uh, there might be like an old journeyman guy that's just down there or whatever. Yeah. Like he fell down this like the second lowest division, and which is like no one no one had ever gone that far down, and okay. like and he fought. Or like like the next couple of years, all the way back up, okay, and ended up like being like the the lowest rank in like the highest division again for this tournament, and won. Cool. Yeah, like he just like his knees are taped like like he's got like he looks like a mummy over like both his knees. Yeah, uh, from like you know like braces and stuff like that, but he still like just as good. <laughs> so how do you get Yokozuna rank? So Yokozuna, you have to be like at Ozeki, so like that's that highest rank. And there are so there are fifteen matches per tournament. Yep. You you have to win like I think it's like at least thirty over the next three tournaments and win one of them. 
You have to win 30 matches and at, win at least one tournament. Yeah, of the over, over the next three. I wonder how so many like, Yokozunas there have ever been. Not many. Uh, so let's see. So like the guy that would have been blessed. Uh, let's see, let's see. Kakaru. Uh, he is. Kakarot. Yeah. I wonder if it says which. Whoops. Which Yokozuna he is. I don't know. Did you see Big J's question? Uh, I thought he stateside. I've always... I've, I've seen videos of stateside sumo stuff. And... For, like, the U.S. Open one, like, this guy uh, that used to be in, like... Not, like, high-strength sumo, but he was good in sumo. Mm-hmm. Actually... He just won for like five years. Like he was just like the super nice guy that like everyone loved him. Like he was like so he basically like became like the face of like foreign sumo almost. Because he would just like he was just better than everyone because Here. he just moved. Yeah. Yeah. But not okay. there. Mm-hmm. Um And so like it's it's not the like the level of competition isn't nearly as high. Like the guys aren't as good. Um But it'd be interesting to see. Like, I, like if there if there was one that was like you know close by, or if they had like the U.S. Sumo Championship or something like that on like streaming, I'd probably I'd probably give it a watch just to see exactly what's going on. Yeah, can you make money? In, I don't know uh, if you can make US money as a sumo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much money you can make outside of the states or outside, outside of Japan. Japan. Uh, the best. <clears throat> well, about 36 Ninjas says, Jesus, going back to the mid 1700s, there have only been 72 Yokozunas. Yeah. That's like, fucking crazy. 1700s? It's not. And, and, and some of those early Yokozunas were. Uh, I don't want to say it, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't easier, but it was, it was a different um, a different scale to get up to, to like Yokozuna in like the early days of Yokozuna. That's uh, bananas. But yeah, it's that's cool. Like the yeah, like it's like and then, and the one who is like the the cause there's like east and west and all this stuff for like different sides of so there's like two Yokozunas currently, yeah. And and like Hakuho is probably the greatest sumo wrestler ever. When was like what he, era he, is he from? He's now like he oh, went okay. He, like he, I forget. I think he, he probably went like forty something matches without losing. Holy like shit. he he would just train wreck guys, and like you watch him fight and it's more violent in a weird way than anybody else. Like you can tell, like, like he's not like a um he's not like doesn't seem like a, like a crazy angry person, but he like he takes what he's doing extremely seriously when he's there. Yeah, and and like the way he comes at you and, and, like, fights you, like, you can tell there's, like, a different... It seems like there's a different level of intensity to the way he's fighting you than, like, you're trying to basically just defend the whole... Like, he is just a uh, a machine. It's the way to do it. Yeah, and, like, he does, like, this... I think he's, like, he's he's knocked a couple guys out at the the Tachi Eye. That's, like, when they when they clash, yeah, when they clash like, together. Uh, like, it's, like, his go-to move is, like, uh, he'll... He tries to... He'll try and hit your head like he'll try and like slap your 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 head sideways, and basically try and shoulder check you, like right, like like he'll, so he'll he'll try and like slap your head and then just like 
basically shoulder charge you right in the face. And that knocks people out? He's, he's done it, yeah. Like, it, it can, it's not a couple of silly. Um, so, 36 Ninja says, looking at the last Hakuho? Looking at the list, Hakuho has 44. Has forty four top division. Jesus Christ! So he is like the best ever. What I feel like I remember what Big J's talking about too. He says, "Wasn't there a recent scandal in the Yokozuna world, like last 10, 10, 20 years?" Yeah, there was like a match fixing thing that kind of almost sunk sumo. Oh uh, yes, it was match a while ago. Or ma- yeah, there was a whatever. What, what's there? Yeah, Yakuza. There was, was, the, was yeah, There was a. There was some under. There was, there was some crime people. That were fixing fixing matches. Well, that's what crime crime people are going to crime. Yep. But next tournament's in September, so I'll give that a watch. Are they letting uh, fans? <laughs> there, there are some that were in the stadium this time. Hold on, this is this is just for Javin. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's I don't. Know. It looks like Wade Boggs. <laughs> he looks so stupid. It's so clearly Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's great because it goes through. You can't see it on the camera. He t- he told me he was like, "Please respond. Please react live to my message." Yeah, it's like about uh, like Thirsty brings up that like Kakaru, the other uh, current Yokozuna, only has six championships uh, compared to you know like to forty four. Like and so yeah, it's 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 funny because like, you 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 can see the skill gap to the guys that make it that high. Like you know, Hakaho might go four, you know, might go fifteen and 0, 14 and one, or like thirteen or two, and will do the same thing like he might be like 13 and 2 like they're they're like they're both that good but he he just he is isn't that much better he just can't be quite as like he'll beat Hakuho like last time he actually won a championship like he had to beat Hakuho to win it in the final um so he can do that's it that's cool so it, it's it's different levels that makes me think of uh so like they've 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 fought a bunch of different times right cuz how oh, many yeah. ton- how many tournaments are there a year the big, the big Japanese tournaments. Six. Okay, so they we'll potentially could fight in six different championship matches. Mm-hmm. So that's cool because that's uh, Daniel Cormier and John Jones. Like, how many times out of ten would Daniel Cormier beat John Jones? Mm-hmm. Where you know, it's just like Daniel Cormier would have been the best light heavyweight ever, but he was around when John Jones was around. And like, and like that's like the that's one of the crazy things about like about sumo where it's like you're going 15 days you like you may only fight for like a total of five minutes because like you know if, if you put on a poor showing or you're just dominating people like your matches might be six seconds long yeah and like so it's a it's interesting because yeah like if you if you fuck up that's your, that's your loss for the day. Now all of a sudden you're you're behind. Like it's a well, it's a it's a it's a really like sink or swim sort of. I like what Nick uh, says. It actually it had, I've been you know bo- mildly interested in the sport since you've gotten into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like what he says. It makes it more interesting to me. There are only so 
3600 says there are only 18 people who have 10 or more championships. Mm-hmm. So what's interesting about that is like, it's like you're saying to those guys that are at the tippy top with 44 mm-hmm. or 32, mm-hmm. uh, or whoever has Kakaru has six championships. Mm-hmm. Like the skill gap between those two to just see how much more razor sharp Hakuho is. Yeah. It's really interesting when you just, when there's somebody that's that much better, he's like the, he's the Gretzky of sumo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like it's what, like, go ahead. Oh, uh, and like they're, they're, they both might retire soon. Like Hakuho just wanted to hang out until like people figured after the, the Olympics, like he just wanted to be at the Olympics, like be part of the opening ceremony and then retire after that. Yeah. But then, like, the Olympics aren't happening yet. And, like, he ended up winning, like, two tournaments ago. Like, people, like, figured, like, he might be, like, he might be too old at this point. Whatever he is, like, 36 or 37 or something like that. But okay. he's still he's still just that much better than everybody else. It's kind of like, uh, like Randy Couture showing up and just beating <laughs> beating these young guys in the UFC. It's like, I mean, I, the day, he could still just beat you. I loved that when he saw Tim Sylvia and he was like, I could probably mm-hmm. beat Tim Sylvia. And I, could, just I could beat that guy. Smoked him. Joey is chewing. Joey's got allergies. He is going ham right now. That's not stop. licking. That's he's chewing his leg. Joey. Joey, stop it. Joey. Joey, stop he, it. He there can't you hear you. He's in my headphones. I know. He stopped. I'm just watching him. Okay. Um, um, and like they like there there was like a Japanese sumo who only existed. Uh, like after Hakuho became, because they they've been wanting a Japanese one for so long, because it's just been Mongolians. Oh, really? In and just run a rough shot. Like the best, most of the best. So like whenever like a Japanese guy makes it makes it high, like they they always they like put their hopes in him because they they want another Japanese yokozuna. I didn't that know that. Like, that can like is, be ha- is Hakuho is Hakuho Japanese or is he Mongolian? No, no, like him and Kakuro are both Mongolian. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know that uh oh no he's making a bed. Oh yeah. He's he got his Japanese citizenship though, so he is technically Japanese now. But he was I didn't know uh, that um Mongolians were big into sumo. Oh they they love wrestling. Like it's like a it's a it's a thing over there. Uh like catch wrestling or professional wrestling? It, they have their own sort of wrestling that's similar to sumo. Really? And so they get yeah, so they get cherry picked by like what? The, they, I want to watch it. Is it fun to watch? The, I've only ever seen like the practices of it, <clears throat> uh, but they 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 go there and they they cherry pick the best prospects from Mongolia and bring them over. You know who uh, else? Uh, love. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, they're coming like those blue. Yeah, they have like, like an arm. It's. Yeah. I was gonna say singlet, but that's not what it is. It's just it's like one arm is covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also love wrestling in India, like catch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really there's some cool documentaries out there. They make their own like sand wrestling pits. And they have these Ooh. special, uh, like I wonder if I can find one. Things like tamba down. No, it's like they're like. Uh, I don't know what to call them. It's like a pick almost. It's but it's like it's got a flat end, 
and they dig out sand pits. Um, <clears throat> so there's, if you just Google search in YouTube, it's called the fight is for life in India's oldest wrestling club. Uh, that's, that's a good one. It's only like five minutes long, yeah. but yeah, the, it's, it's big time. Oh, there's Corellan. <clears throat> um, I like Big J. Dan, if you're wrestling alter ego as Dan, the ladies' man falls, you could always do sumo Dan, but like an arrogant, arrogant American version. Who's the really tiny so, sumo? He's my favorite. Enho? E-N-H-O? Look up, everybody at home, look up Enho sumo. He's my favorite. Look up like an Enho highlight uh, yeah, if you just search Enho Sumo, they have a January 2020 highlight, and you can see how he did in January 2020. He is like, like Dan could get this big. I don't know, Dan couldn't get like Sumo big because those guys are big. Like they're, I'm not saying like fat. I mean like those are big guys. Uh-huh. Enho is he's remarkable, and he is hands down my favorite Sumo because <laughs> he's five, so six, he's five, so tiny. Five six and a half, two twelve. So he's, he's a trunk. He is. But he looks small compared but, to them. Dude, like some yeah. of these videos, he's like, how are you even in there with these guys? But he, it's such a dumb thing to say, but he uses yeah. his size really well. Oh, yeah. Like he uses but it he, to trick the bigger guy. It's so cool. He's, he's my favorite sumo. Yeah. Enho. If, look it up. Enho. Look it up. Look it up. I should watch more sumo. Uh, Weird, weird wrestling thing. Uh, so you know there was the character Yokozuna. Yep. Uh, there was also like this, the guy that played like Earthquake. Uh, he played like Tsunami. Like, he was just like a big, white, a big white dude. Yeah, with a big redneck beard. Yeah. Uh, so he's probably this like super nice like Canadian dude. He was an actual sumo wrestler. He was. But he just got. And he, and he was. And he was apparently he was, he was pretty good. But he just didn't want to deal with like all the he was in japan yeah okay like in like in like their like divisions uh but he didn't want to deal with like the like the the strictness and the, like the what it, what do you have to basically do to be a young sumo guy like living in the house together and just not do anything except sumo and and eat so he left and became just a professional wrestler huh. so there's a WWE event after like kind of Yokozuna's kind of fallen off from like favor and isn't quite as like over in wrestling. Yeah. Where they have a they have a fake sumo fight. Like they're both in like sumo things and he wins. And he, like he, he, he beats Yokozuna. That's cool. I've never yeah. heard that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Just, just dumb stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I should try to watch more more sumo. So it's the next one is in September. Yeah, uh, September. I usually show. usually you'll tell me sumo's happening, and then I'll watch those highlight videos they do, like after yeah. after each day is over. Yeah, it'll be like the thirty minute, uh, like every match. Yeah, but I haven't watched uh, it enough to like learn all the rules or learn all the names. I'm sorry, 13th. I'm yawning. I'm so tired. That's all right. Thirteenth. Oh yeah, and September starts in like six days. Cool. Less. <laughs> Less. I'm. Yep. Dude, I'm like outside space and time right now. Whoa. Whoa. Um, Whoa. There's two guys who fight 
this weekend. Ian Kutalaba versus Megamed Ankalaev. They fought once before. That's going to be on UFC. I'm lo- really looking forward to that fight. Okay. But that's all there Wait, is. Wait, uh, I think they're 185 or 170. I can't remember. One of those middle ones? One of the middle ones. Yeah. Ion Kutalaba versus Magomed Ankalaev. Their first fight was weird because uh, Kutalaba was like really hard playing possum. Uh, Dan Hardy did a really good breakdown on it. Basically, Kutalaba was like he was acting like he got rocked Mm -hmm. uh, because this the the other guy. Ankalaev that he's fighting is really good at fighting on the outside. Um, and so Kutalaba like knew if he fought like that, he was going to get picked apart because this guy's mm-hmm. basically for lack of a better term, he's a really great kickboxer. Like he's really good at staying on the outside and, and piecing you up and picking you apart. So Kutalaba, his kind of strategy was to act like he was hurt to make Ankalaev rush him. And then he was, he was brawling with him every time he would rush in, but he was doing such a good job of acting like he was hurt that the ref came in and stopped it after like 45 seconds. And Kutalaba's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, and so Dan Hardy's got a really good breakdown of it. If you go watch it where he just shows like he shows every shot and it's being like every shot is being blocked and then he'll throw these like massive haymakers and he'll throw these shots on the inside that land and Ankalaev will like throw a shot as he's backing out and Kutalaba will act like he's wobbled again and then Ankalaev is like oh he's wobbled and he'll come back in it was a really cool strategy to see like I'm going to act like I'm hurt so I can fight you on the uh, you know like in a phone booth, essentially, because that's mm-hmm. how I'm going to beat you. Mm-hmm. And it was working uh, for 45 seconds. Who knows? It? So that's why I'm interested to see the fight again, because it's like, well, now what's his strategy going to be? Yeah. Yeah, I can't just do the same thing again. Yeah, but there's there's kind of not there's not much else to, to mention. I was bummed by the way Sean O'Malley reacted to his first loss. That's kind of bummed me out. Uh, but I really like Cheeto Vera. I don't know if you watched that fight at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen any of Cheeto Vera's other fights? Not that I know of. I'm sure I have. Dude's a scrapper. His name is actually Marlon Vera, but he goes by Cheeto Vera, and he's he's awesome. I was really, I was happy to see him. I don't. I should start betting on MMA. First off, I don't know how to bet. What? I feel like huh? I, I I don't know how to bet, and I'm not going to start. But there are so many times where I'm like, man. Sean O'Malley's like a massive favorite here. You could make pretty good money if you pick Cheeto, and Cheeto's got a really good chance. Like, there's, I just still think odds makers don't have MMA quite figured out. There are just times where somebody is like, I don't think they should be that much of a favorite, and then they win. Well, a lot of the odds are pushed by betting. So, so it's, the just, it's just the fans don't have it figured out. Yes. Yeah. See, that's how little I understand about betting. The the way people bet shoves the odds in a certain direction. I did not know that. I thought there were just odds makers. 
No, so like it'll it'll start as an They'll odd. Sat then, around like, a big the, table smoking as, cigars. Yeah, like as as bets are placed, it it will shift the so like someone might get a different odd than you if you uh, if you come in later. Interesting. I know in Muay Thai you can bet on the fight as it's happening, like round by round. You can be betting, hmm. like if you're in Thailand betting, it's it's crazy complicated to bet. I think, like it's probably not once you know it. But trying to figure it out, like as it's happening. Oh yeah, like when you're watching like Hot Shots Part Deux, or like Kickboxer, and like it's just people just throwing money, and it's like, how are they getting paid out? Who's recording that these are bets? I don't know. But it seems it doesn't seem good. That was one where I was like, I think Cheeto's gonna win, man. And then he did. He won mm-hmm. in a weird way, though. But you still could have made good money. There have just been a, there have been a few of those recently where I like. There's a part of my brain that's just like, man, you should start just betting money on, on fighting, and then you'll make more money. Yeah, probably like a European site. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's legal to bet on sports. Bet three sixty five. Yeah, you have to ask. You have to use that one of those like British sites. No, I'm not going to start betting. All right, work. Stop working. Gummy bears, gummy bears, sprinkles, sprinkles. What? That's hot sauce part. Duh. Oh, so he's so he dips in the caramel. Yes, and then he goes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> the other guy's getting glass nails. <clears throat> they both they both kick the ref's head, and it goes like this. I haven't seen. Way to add that to the list. I haven't seen Hot Shots Part Two. In a while, especially add that to the list, especially if we're going to start doing the random number generator. I'm ahead of you. What was the what was the movie Wade added to the list on his own? Well, I can't remember now. It was Crocodile Dundee. And Jeff was like, wait, are you just adding movies on your own? Nobody mentioned Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be interesting if you know, you know, like maybe we'll, like, you know, actually pick a movie next week or the week after. But yeah, like the, it'll be interesting to see what this, what this, what this number decides. What's been? Uh, what's we watched been... Inferno already, so it's like it's it can't be it can't be like that much worse. I didn't Inferno wasn't. Oh no, Inferno got really yes, slow at the end. end. It yeah. just dragged at the end. Yeah. What's been your favorite? Social distance movie night. Um, like Drop Zone was good. Drop Zone was good. Stone Cold was really good. Oh, Stone Cold might be mine. I Stone Cold is fucking bananas. Yeah, I can't remember a whole lot. Like Deep Rising was actually was actually surprisingly fun. What was Deep Rising? That was the one that you you were at. You were at your cabin. Oh yeah yeah. Um, some underwater creature attacks a giant cruise ship, and different people are trying to rob it. So it's your classic scenario. Wait, they're robbing it. The the, ro- the underwater the sea. underwater creatures in on it? No, that's the thing that that throws the wrench into it. Oh no! Yep. I also i uh, I really liked Die Hard on a Boat. Whatever that's called. 
Under Siege. Oh. <laughs> I liked Under Siege. Uh, there were parts of the other underwater movie that I liked. Whatever that one was. With Dustin, oh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, there were parts of Sphere I liked, but at the when it was that over, I was like, what? You guys just like stitched a bunch of random shit together. <laughs> Point Break was uh has had some had some neat stuff in it. Point Break was fine, but it wasn't I don't know, I liked Under Siege a lot better than I liked Point Break, which kinda surprised me because I thought it was gonna be the other way around. I thought I'd never seen either of those. And so I thought Under Siege was gonna be kind of dumb and Point Break was gonna be like really good. Mm-hmm. Uh Roadhouse was a lot of fun. Yep. I had never seen Roadhouse. I thought that uh, he was named Baby in Roadhouse, but he's not. Uh, Roadhouse, Roadhouse is way more like brooding than I thought it would be, if that makes sense. Conan, Conan 2 was uh, was fun. I don't even remember that we watched that. What? Yeah, uh, Conan the Barbarian. No, Conan Destroyer is the name of the second one. Was I there uh, that night? I assume so. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious, I enjoyed. Yep, I like that. Uh, Multiplicity was funny. Had the sister from Wonder Years. Who the fuck is that? I don't know who uh, the sister that, from. The uh, blonde lady. Um, Thanks, Dan. Yep. Uh, Creature in the Black Lagoon was, was interesting to watch. Cause I that was cool to watch. I've never seen that. It was cool to watch a movie that old. Like, oh, this is how they used to make movies. Yep. And the underwater the underwater shots were so good. Mm-hmm. All right, wait till I watch Conan. I have It made zero impact on me. I don't remember a second of La- it. Last Crusade was, was fun, as always. Yes, I was really happy to see that movie. I was surprised. I remembered... Almost every moment of that movie. I'd seen that movie so many times. Monty Python. Is there a bunch of you hadn't seen Holy Grail before? Holy shit. Monty Python. Maybe Monty Python has to be my favorite? No. I but I kinda want to watch it again because there were so many there were obviously there are so many jokes in that movie. And I, I can't remember who said it, but it was totally my sentiment too, where it was like I think it was Rob who said I expected that movie to just be like, I would enjoy it because you guys had nostalgia and enjoyed mm-hmm. it. You know, like I would enjoy you guys enjoying it. But then I just, I found myself right away, like at the stupid, uh, uh, the credits, the <laughs> credits, just laughing at those. And it was like, this is silly. And then it just gets more and more silly. And uh, I can't remember what he says when he says like we're not we're not gonna follow you because some some hoe in the water gave you a sore. I can't remember how he put it. Some moistened it, bent. <laughs> it's chucking it's, it's chucking scimitars. <laughs> it was just really good. I did not expect it to be that funny. Oh, I remember Conan. Co- he fought a guy in a red cape. Just like the, uh, it, it's like the the classic Frank uh, Frazetta poster. The, uh, I remember that now. Fra, Frazetta? Frazetta. Uh, Conan ape fight. Is that going to get mm-hmm. it for me? Uh, yeah, he fights, he fights, uh, here, I'll bring it up on my screen. He fights that like he fights that character. 
I don't remember Will Chamberlain being in it. I remember this part because I thought, oh, cool. He, like, I, because I, this is probably my favorite Frank Frazetta piece ever. Mm-hmm. It's so badass. Uh, and I remember just thinking it was really cool. And he, like, fought him in a room of mirrors, right? Am I remembering yes. that right? Okay. I did. I, I remember Conan, but that's really all I remember of it. I don't remember. I don't remember Wilt Chamberlain. It, it was better than I thought it was. There was because we because we had, I a couple of us had seen Conan one again recently Conan the Barbarian and for whatever reason had like this inkling that like oh the destroyer is just not good or like it's like so I, I was I was very pleasantly surprised by it. I don't remember because, it either way because the first one is such a five star movie. There's like, Conan, Conan the Barbarian is like amazing. There is a there's a possibility that if it was one of the movie nights that happened when Aurora was getting six teeth at once and nobody mm-hmm. in my house was sleeping, I just don't remember it. Oh yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because all I remember is that one scene, and then I'm like I'm sitting here trying to remember more of that movie and I just can't. I can't. I can. I kind of remember. Wasn't there something weird where like the girl in it was actually like in real life was actually a teenager. Like somebody looked up her age and it was like, dude, she's 15. Oh yeah. No, she was, was that 15. a thing from that movie? Yeah. Cause they showed her like, they didn't show her naked, but they showed her with like, a like a see-through white blouse on essentially. She and was th- dressed as you would be in a Conan movie. Yeah. But then somebody looked it up and she was like a, like not like 17, not that it matters, but she was just young, and mm-hmm. it was like, "What? Why is she being filmed like this? This is weird and uncomfortable." Now it's the eighties. Anything guess goes. Wasn't uh? No. Go ahead. American Beat. No. What's the movie with Kevin Spacey where there's rose petals? American Beauty. It is American Beauty. Wasn't that girl underage when they filmed her like nude scene? I don't. Maybe I'm wrong so. about that. I don't, I don't know if you can get away with that. None of our none of our movie none of our movie buffs are correcting me. I, uh, I barely remember the name of that movie. Oh god, now I forget what I was gonna say. I'm, no. I'm sorry, you shouldn't let me go. Because my point was dumb and nobody cares. Uh, we were talking about underage girls being nude in movies. Oh god, like that's not helping. What? I hope nobody turned into the po- tuned into the podcast just then. I'm like, what the fuck are these creeps talking about? But you did make Rolo show up. Hey, Rolo! What's up, man? He's like, wait, underage girls in movies? Let me chime she in here. She was topless or something, and she was 16. Are you ta- You're talking about American Beauty. No, I th- no he's talking about the girls. There was, I think she was in a different movie. No, I think he's talking about American Beauty. He'll no. tell us. I don't believe it. We're going to sit here in silence until he answers us. I Kevin, think... Kevin, Spacey, Kevin Spacey wouldn't have allowed it. He's into younger boys. Don't just say yes, you asshole. <laughs> so, so I can't tell if you're fucking with me or not. Type out, the... Su- Studio. Type out the name of the movie that you're talking about. That made me, that made me laugh. Are you, ta- Safari, right? Are you talking about American Beauty or Conan? Yes. So, <laughs> this delay sucks. He is talking about American Beauty. 
Don't worry, man. That made me laugh. Mina Savari, born in 79. Who? Movie Mina Savari is the girl that he's objectifying. In American Beauty? And she's 20. She's 20 in American Beauty. Yes. Samsonite? Uh, is Thor burst at the other daughter? That was way off. So she- uh, 82, so the other daughter would have been 17. Yes, and she, they're both topless in that movie. Because there's this, there's the shot where she takes her top off and they see from across the street. I, I guess I don't know. They're both topless in that movie. I think. I saw that movie once when I was like 17, so I have no my idea. T- my topless radar is way off. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember either. All I remember was in the Conan movie being like, when she first came on screen and she was wearing that see-through white blouse being like, oh, she's hot. And then Matt, like somebody looked it up and was like, dude, she's like 15. It was like, Ugh, don't, Ugh. don't do that. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, At a certain point, saying that about even an 18-year-old gets creepy and I feel like I'm approaching that age anyway. I'm going to say a creepy thing. Uh, because I thought of this when someone, uh, when Schwat posted in M. the, uh, no, the M stays in our, in one of our chats, the, the, like the, whatever Barbie cartoon movie where they meet like Harvey Weinstein. We have too many chats, but yeah. In the, in the movie night chat. Remember that? I didn't watch it. No, neither did I, but, but, but so they're like super excited to see how it's, it, it, it's funny, but like in my head, I'm like, there's no way that he didn't go to like one of his dudes, and he's like, "Okay, put me in this." Like, it's this weird way of normalizing to younger people that would have watched that movie that when they get to a certain age, Harvey Weinstein is cool and fuckable. Ugh, that's a so gross think about thought. think about that that like he puts himself in that movie so that when those girls are old enough. It becomes that much easier for him. What a creep. Because he was in the Barbie movie. Man, why can't people just be cool? I really don't. I don't I'm not going to rant. I don't, so that, 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 nope, so that, that's my... Uh, Schwartz said, screw you guys. Oh, because we didn't watch it? Because I don't want to watch stuff that makes my skin crawl all the goddamn time. <laughs> so yeah, All so that, day, that, every day. That, that's, that, that's, my, that's my Dan's creepy side corner. Sick of it, man. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Bill and take it though tomorrow. It does. I just uh, finished my very last well-received. Aw. We have too many chats. We do. There's fucking Discord chat, PC dude chat, another chat that I don't know whether or not it exists. There's movie night chat. And then now there's like this chat. Where like somebody might say something in here and it'll be like, was it during the podcast that somebody said it? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Some of you guys have an email chain. I there's too there's too many places because that happened the other night. We were trying to find a picture that Ryan had posted, and it was just like, yeah. no, he posted it in Discord. No, he posted it here. No, it must have been here. And then I was like, oh, wait, maybe it's the email thread. <laughs> Got to get my other beer out of my Playmate cooler by Igloo. I bet you my beer is going to be ice cold. I hope Igloo, so. If you want to, if you want to uh, contact. Oh, dude, it's so cold. Woo! Done all day. 
Igloo makes a good cooler. It is. I kind of want to go to my fridge because I have a bent paddle IPA. You think you can? Uh, you think you can muster enough energy this week, or should I just drink this? Just drink that. Okay. It's it's disrespectful to Playmate if you don't drink the beer. That it would only be disrespectful if they sponsored us, which they haven't yet. So no, but we're trying to get the sponsorship. Oh yeah, you're right. You don't have to whisper it. Mm-hmm. It's a good crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big J, if you're still watching, what's up, buddy? How's your siding? Just throws up. How's your siding? Don't throw up on your new siding. Big J is getting uh, his siding redone. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's nice. So it's a real, it's a real good day. We're gonna go to maybe go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh yeah, there's work. I don't chats. know. There's text chains. Who is that from? Mike keeps starting all sorts of different chats. Movie's that from? I think he's only chatted, started wedding dudes. What movie's what from? Mike going to bed out and beyond. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's gonna be a pretty good Saturday. <laughs> Just creep. creep. Nope. Yeah, it's from that's, that movie. That's, that's the other guys. They go to like he works at Bed Bath and Beyond in the other guys. Oh shit! What am I thinking of? It's Will Ferrell in. Uh, What's the one where they go to college? Yeah, what is that movie? Well, I can't even name that movie now. Do you guys have a chat dedicated to me? That's sweet. Yeah. We just post a picture of you that we just kind of draw on. <laughs> Old, school, Old school, that's what it's called. There we go. You're my boy, Blue. I don't know, I, that's all I remember from that movie. Yes, Michael Keaton works at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yep. Just creep. Just creep. Just creep. You have to know you're doing it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't go chase some waterfalls. Right, don't go chase some waterfalls. I think that's my favorite part of that whole movie. I is, don't want no scrubs. Is Michael, <laughs> is Michael Keaton fitting in TLC references? Whoever pitched that was a genius. Because that, like, like, it's so good. <laughs> Michael Keaton does it so well. I don't want no scrubs. You have to know you're doing it. Like that—that's a movie that's like, it's so it's so wacky. Where like the, like when it when it fires, it fires hard. Like it's, it's good. really good. Yeah. Uh because the other part that I love is when Michael Keaton comes in and he's whisper yelling at everybody because they're fighting at a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does that whisper yell so well. Uh yeah. <laughs> Rolo says, I've never had so many ways to contact the same several people. Mm-hmm. Well, and then there's like, we have alternate work chats. Cause like we had the no at work. We had the no babies chat while Mike was on paternity leave. And like, there's just, there's so many. We were talking about Katie in that one. And no babies. Yep. Cause Katie's a big giant baby. <laughs> Whoa. I thought it was. Out of here. I thought it was funny to name it "No Babies." I don't even think Javin's listening anymore. Let's talk about unwritten rules in baseball and how stupid they are. Holy shit, they are dumb. Let's talk about people who are big giant babies about everything, aka uh, pitchers. Like pitchers, what? That I loved. I love John managers, Boy's. I love John Boy's all- point too. He's like, we have a person who makes baseball fun. Why are you making yeah. it not fun for him? You want people to watch this stupid sport. 
let the people who are fun have fun. That was fun. Yeah. He hit a grand slam. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's funny like when you when like you listen to people talk about it, and like they they do like the the conversation that you would have as if you were a guy trying to figure it out. Like, okay, so it's it's three zero. I'm supposed to let him get the let him get the strike, you know, so he gets back in it. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's just gonna pipe it down the middle for me in the for the the next pitch, right? So that you know we could, like make it like a so I can have a chance at it. No, he's gonna try and get you out still. Well, well and also in the end my, of the in the end my, of the. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's a John Boy video. So J O M B O Y. Uh this would mostly be for like I think everybody in movie night would know. Um What is the name of this video? Hold on, sorry. No, don't start playing. I'll, I'll, I'll start explaining. Hold on. So the the Padres were playing the Rangers. And one of the best right Fern- young spots. The name of the video is Fernando Tatis Jr. Apologize for hitting a grand slam. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, is 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 playing is playing great in this weird nonsense thing that is the uh, non uh, non bubble baseball, and he cracks home run early in the game. They're way up. Gets to eighth inning. They're up by seven at this point. The pitcher's doing terrible. Like, he, not intentionally, he unintentionally walks the two batters before this guy. So he's just not pitching good at all. Did the, uh, the, the, the third guy, he got a base hit? Or what, why was I thought he walked three people in a row. No, the first, the first guy got on base. He got on base. Okay. Yep. Uh, two bat, the, one of the pitches is okay. We got three O count. Just not good pitches. And for you know, next one comes up. The pitcher's got to try and throw a good strike. It's three and zero. He doesn't want to just walk a guy, so he's gonna. It's gonna walk a guy. A good in. chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, gonna yeah. score a run too. Uh, so he's gonna pipe it around the middle or try and hit the plate somewhere. So it's you know, Tatis catch the ball, grand slam, great. They but change pitchers after that. Next guy comes up. They throw at him because that's what you do in baseball when you're a giant baby. You yeah. Tell your pitcher. You tell your pitcher to throw at a guy. But the and, part of it is that you. I don't. I didn't hear you explain. Is that the Padres were up? I think seven two. They were by seven runs. They were up by seven runs, and it's the top of the eighth. Yeah. So if they were only up by one, this rule doesn't exist, is my understanding. This rule doesn't exist, but yes. Okay. The unwritten but, rule. Yes wouldn't apply if they were only up by a run. It only applies it only applied four or five runs, or maybe it doesn't apply at nine runs. It's again it's, it's it a only nonsense. applied because they were ahead by so many runs and it was so late in the game. It only applied because the Rangers guy was mad. Because they're babies. Yeah. And then they were they, getting beat. But even a guy in the Padre was like, don't worry, we'll talk to him. And then they did and this guy apologized for it. It's that it's that, so that, that Padres manager shouldn't have said that. There's it's no so dumb. No, there's no manager. No manager in the world should ever go up and say that shit about his own player. Well, especially then, like you're, especially like your young, super great guy that you're, you're that you're hoping is gonna like make your career as like the best player on your team, and you're and you're up there being like, oh yeah, I, 
he dismissed the sign. We'll, we'll talk to him. Like, let him know he's not supposed to do that. No, you say, you know, we, play the a, game, we, we baby. Know, like, we, we, we've lost games at seven runs before. We just wanted to make sure, you know, it's like play the game, you babies. Yeah, because I think unless I misunderstood, John Boy shows uh, a guy on on the other team, and he's explaining like they almost came back to win it. I think it became a one-point game. Unless Not I that mis- game. Okay. Well, then I misunderstood what was happening, which is entirely possible because I don't watch baseball. They've uh, The Padres have lost games that they've been up by seven runs. Like, it's, that's I the thought thing. they it's like, showed the other... It's fucking baseball. I thought they showed the other team's manager saying, like, even with that, we almost came back to win it. No. Which, I mean, still isn't impossible if it went to the bottom of the eighth and they got a grand slam. You know, no, it's happened before to the Padres. There's no reason he should not be swinging. Well, ever for any team, they, they, yeah, for any reason at all. But they have lost games being up seven. Like it's not like it's not it's not beyond the realm of possibility for yeah. the Padres get, to do that exact they, same thing. The point of the game is get as many runs as you can, and don't and the be Rangers a, don't be a baby. Did, like the Rangers did the exact same thing last season. Yeah, they, John Boy points they, they hit a grand slam off of you know, John like, Boy points that out in the video. Yeah, yeah just, where, where, where's your unwritten rule there? You giant. I'm gonna baby. be I'm gonna be very nondescript, but I was dealing with that at work today, where there were just other people who it was like, "Hey, d- stop being a baby about this." I just want to know if this is if this is my responsibility because if it is, I'll go take care of it and it'll be done, and then I know it's done, or you take care of it and. I will just trust that you're going to take care of it. But stop being a baby about me pointing out something that needs to be taken care of either way. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so it's so frustrating to me sometimes that I can't just be that direct with people that you have to be kind of like more political about it, but just be like, hey, I'm not trying to blame anybody for anything. I just want to make sure that things work. So either you're going to do it when you're done or just tell me that it's not your responsibility and then i'll just make sure it's done mm-hmm. but stop being a baby about me pointing out the fact that it was done wrong and that's as descriptive as i'm gonna get but it was like don't don't get salty and butt hurt because i'm pointing out something was done poorly and incorrect mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't whatever the whatever the reason is doesn't matter at this point the fact is it's just not done correctly so just fix it or i'll or i'll fix it but just tell me and just don't that's all I want. And like I love when I work with people. <laughs> Schwat, I hope Adam isn't talking about Dan. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Adam's nodding along like Yeah. Just, 100%. Just doing. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't get it. Like I'm just like, yeah, oh, oh yeah. In your mind you don't get it. Yeah. I okay. I don't know, that's that's not as funny to me apparently because I didn't laugh as hard at it. No, I just I just uh Yeah, I just like if it's, somebody it's, if somebody if somebody points out something I've done wrong, it's like, oh shit. I like I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to apologize and get it fixed or tell you, like, I don't have time to fix that. It's it's funny to see grown men act like 
hurt babies. Yeah. Like that. Where it's like... Take it on the like, chin, dude. It's and, it's and it and it always leads to the thing that like is like the more you know about like the way concussions work and shit like that, like they still send some guy out there who's gonna get suspended for a game. So he like you know he's he's, he's got to agree to it, but I don't know if he I, maybe he can't not agree to it because his manager's trying to go out there and throw at a guy. But it's like he has to go out there first pitch. And just throw at a different guy. And it's just like, what did that other guy do? Nothing. Nothing. But we're sending a message to that guy that, like, you don't hit a grand slam off of me. I'm a big, strong man. Be a better pitcher, motherfucker. I don't. Yeah. Rob, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. I'm, don't, yeah. I'm being nondescript for a reason. Don't throw three balls in a row. Don't let me hit a home run off you. And to be clear, with the thing I was talking about, I'm not even saying anybody did anything like wrong. Like there was just a miss. It somewhere. Now you're backtracking. No, no, no. You hate these people. You're mad at them. Somewhere in the chain, there was a miss. It do, like it does. It just at this point, it just doesn't matter. Like where the miss is. Do you know what I mean? Like when I when I'm coming to talk to you, it doesn't it doesn't matter why it happened. It happened. Whatever. I don't. I'm not blaming anybody. I just want to know that it's going to get fixed. I just want to know that shit's going to work because that's literally my job. And then they threw a baseball at a different at a different teacher they to show you they had business. Not even the same department. They threw no, it at a teacher. That's like a small old lady. Yeah. They, they you know because they're, they're an old an old lady teacher. But yeah, it's 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 amazing how many times that happens. Where like a guy will go up, take, just throw at a guy. And then I'm just like, well, sorry, bud, you're gone. You're gone. And they'll, those, those Chuck here and the manager, it's just like, no, fuck you both. They'll get fined. They might even get suspended for a game, but they'll do it again. What does it matter if you're suspended for a game? You just don't get to play for a game? You don't get paid. If, you, if you're like suspended in that, in that regard, you don't get a paycheck for that game. So that could be like $90,000. Like, it's, it's, it's not like it's a like. Okay, that's really or, or, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. But it's uh it's no, it's it's the stupid that was always the worst part about like it's like I used to watch Sports Center every night and that shit would always like bug you where it's just like these grown stupid, babies. Yeah. And like it's it's not it's most pronounced in in baseball. Like, there's definitely, like, instances of, like, guys, like, taking it out on somebody else in, like, other sports. But it's usually not because of some weird, like, unwritten rule of you don't do that. Like, in hockey, it's like, you know, oh, you touch my goalie, I'm going to fucking punch you in the head. Like, yeah. that's like a, that's, that's basically a written rule. Like, you're, you know, it's like, uh, but it's, it's not like, oh, you, you, like, did some weird double pass. What would and it even we up, be? We were up by a bunch, yeah. Like where, like if, if, when it comes to hockey stuff, it's like you know, like if you got some guy like, like it, okay, show, it, like like if you got like some guy in like hockey like showboating after like being up like five nothing, he might get punched in the face. Yeah, that might happen. But that, I, but that, 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 that one that's I understand more. Yeah, it's like, also you, not a you fucking. Almost de- you almost deserve it at that point. It's not like, a you're, fucking you're, baseball you, being thrown at your head. Yeah. The, okay. Here's. A, tell me if you think this is a, a reasonable example. You're up. Uh. 
like you're up four to two in a hockey game, right? Yeah. And there's 30 seconds left or whatever. So they pull their goalie to have an extra man and you get a breakaway. You score. You sh- you're like, you're not supposed to shoot on the net. Like you're just, that, 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 that's what the unwritten rule would be, but no, that, you score every time. No, that. every time you score, but that's what the that's what the equivalent would be like. You're not well. We had our net open, and you guys were already up. You're not supposed to shoot on an open net, and then they fucking fight that guy. That's no, what you're, would, you're supposed to skate around for a bit. You're supposed to just skate around and run out the clock. You're not supposed to score again. Like that would be the yeah. dumb baby unwritten rule. It, it it the point of the fucking game is to hit the ball, man. Like yeah. just hit the ball. And it was just, I, I posted it in part to see if any of you guys were like, like you or Matt or Jeff specifically, if any of you guys would have any like, well, the reason, because I was totally influenced by John. I don't watch baseball. So I'm sitting there listening to John boy. Like, yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh, yes, they are babies. Yeah. I like the only like unwritten rule in baseball that, is is a weird like gray area is there's you, you'll see there'll be some liberties taken sometimes when a man will there might be some animosity between two teams mm-hmm. and a guy might hit like a might hit like a dinger and he might stare that pitcher down and like toss his bat or something and hey, like, man. Or, or or like slow trot around the bases a little more and they might come to blows but the, but that's that's a that's, different sort of like that's a different sort of animosity. That's between that's two men. Fist, that's fisticuffs. Exactly. That, that's like a, that's like a thing where it's like I also two guys. I also think it's really stupid in baseball that you can't like you have to like politely set your baseball bat down. What a bunch of fucking whiners! If I hit a home run, I, I'm gonna be like, yay! I hit. A, I mean, I guess because I would never hit a home run in the major leagues. So, so you hit the home run. You turn you turned your your <laughs> dugout. You're like, yay! I hit a home run. <laughs> And then, you just hit, and, then, and then you're off the run. <laughs> Dude, if I was put into one Major League Baseball game and I hit a home run, I would be floored. And all of you should be floored with me. You should be like, he's you, done. He's done. Be like, just, just laughing your ass off. He's just done the, the impossible. I guarantee like my hands would be numb after hitting the home run. You might pass out. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like there have been – I've watched certain John Boy videos where like the guy's like – Hits a home run, and it's like he watched it too long. Mm-hmm. But like, of course, he's watching it, or he like watched it and sees it's a home run, and is like, "Yep." And like, it's just like a casual, like, "Yep, that's a home run." Fl- like, does a casual little flip and runs the bases, and they're like, "That motherfucker, he didn't politely set his baseball bat down in the grass." And it's so dumb to me. The only one that you were – because also if you want to trot around the bases because you're proud of yourself for hitting a home run, cool, do it. But if you're fucking – if you hit a home run and then you hold eye contact with a pitcher, like what, motherfucker? What? That would make me want to fight you. That would be like, oh, okay. Okay, we're going to do this. But if you just want to trot around the bases and be like, yeah, dude, you got it. You were That that at bat, you were the better man. I'm going to try to strike you out next time. The only one that would bug me is like being a dick and holding eye contact with me. Like, what's up? What's up? It's like, well, fuck you, jerk. Don't be a jerk. Um, I don't. I don't know if like a forty second clip is too long. I don't know. Uh, but I, but I, I, I put in Discord if you want to play it. I can't minimize Discord. Otherwise, all of our friends' oh, usernames right. pop up. 
Uh, just message it to me in Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. I'll play a 40-second clip. It'll just be played over my face. Perfect. That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Right over my dumb face. Matt says I didn't post it because I thought it was too long for you to watch. I thought it was fascinating. We love John Boy. You know this, man. Okay, hold on. Tell me how this looks on on the stream end, Dan. Is that is that is it? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's watchable that way. Yeah. Maybe drag it. Up. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Okay. Here we go. Forty seconds. I felt. Give me, give me, give me a pause real quick. Uh, so I'm sitting there at home, and playoffs. It's the Blue Jays. I'm a Canadian guy. Blue Jays in the playoffs. Oh, I, are they I, from? I, I, are I, the I, Blue I, Jays I, from, the Blue Jays are from Canada? There's Canadian baseball teams. It's Toronto. I don't fucking know. Yeah, you're the worst. And so <laughs> I'm watching. So, so, I, so I get home. It's like, oh, it's like the fourth inning. Whatever. I'll put it on. A whole bunch of fucking nonsense happens in this game. Like, there's this weird fucking like missed pitch thing that ends up like getting like a bunch of guys out, and the crowd is. Pissed because it, it like it didn't seem like it should be allowed. Whatever, whatever. I forget what the fuck happened. It was just so stupid. The crowd, like they're in Toronto. The crowd goes ape shit. They're like throwing stuff on the field. Like they're mad as fuck, and we're losing. And it's getting late in the game. Like they finally get they finally get the crowd calmed down. The game starts to resume. Put it back to the beginning. Oh, and now it's this video. Dan was so sad. Who's that bat? Toronto or Texas? Toronto. This is Jose Batista. Okay. He was like the king in Toronto. Hold on. Part of the video is over you too. That's fine. No, I got it. I got it. We want to see you. <laughs> that dugout's really going ape shit. Oh yeah. So I think though they sh you should get a replay here. And it's gonna burn you. Yeah, he gets to do that. Is that a grand slam? No. No. Okay, it's two two runs in. But it's uh it it was it was catharsis uh -huh. on like a. A, a scale you only get in the playoffs where it's like a, this thing happens that's so like you've, you've played 170 games at this point and it's like the most like emotional release you're just like you hit this fucking thing you're just like you already hate people on the fucking Texans you're just like I hate you like fucking hate you guys you, you hit this thing you just look at that picture it's like Fuck you! When you stay, you just throw this bat as hard as you can, and you just and you just go down the bases, and then somebody got thrown out, of course. Oh yeah, like, of course. They, so because you know, like he, like, but man, I really was, like. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna bring this up again. I, I I lost. I like the guy running in. Where was that? Hold on. Okay, I think it's so th the 
This, okay, this guy right here. Can you guys see my mouse on the stream? No, it doesn't look like you see my mouse. But this this uh, this dude that's running in just <laughs> so amped right here. Just he also has that just fuck you, fuck <laughs> you. There's like this amazing like like picture taken where it's just like. Like, Batista's just kind of standing at the plate, and, like, everyone in, like, the stadium has seen that it's gone out. So they're all, so it's, like, this huge wide shot, and, it, and they're, everyone's up on their feet just going nuts, and he's just, like, <laughs> like, like, he's, like, like, he's, like, ruling over them. He's, he's, he's like, he's their new god. But, That's cool. Yeah, Jamin is the most jacked I've ever witnessed Dan. There are, there are certain sports. Are you watching it with him? Or are you saying on the podcast? Probably, probably, probably me recounting this. Okay. Like, like there are certain Patriot, like like weirdly patriotic like sports moments that still get me as yeah. a like a Canadian person when like uh it's yeah. yeah I was going nuts for that. That stuff's fun, dude. I don't know. It it's uh there was a while ago in the Olympics where US and Canada were playing in the final, wasn't there? And I feel like we were watching it at your parents' house. I was pr- or maybe it wasn't the final, but they were playing each other. Uh, possibly, yeah. In, in the, I'm, I'm assuming in, in hockey. I just remember it was really fun. We were at your parents' house, and it was just like... It was like it was very fun-spirited Canadian versus Americans. Well, we had uh, this... Uh, we, we had this one where... Fuck, I was, I was at the Geek Squad. Dude, Dan, Dan's mom was the loudest cheer. Like, I, I'm trying to watch... The game as much as I can because like fuck it's like the, it's like the first period second period like it, it was the finals in the Olympics. Okay. And it had gotten to like the end of thirds tied. If I'm going to overtime, my shift's over. I like flew home as fast as I could, <laughs> and like and like like Crosby like scores and we win. And I I, I, I was I was like doing like laps around like my house like it was like my it just it just exploded like it's just. uh Stupid stuff like that. Uh, well, I mean, think about... Uh, like, do you remember when Lyoto Machido knocked out Rashad Evans? Yeah. And, I mean, it was, it's, not, it's not quite the same, actually. Because you're, there's, a pro, there's a level of pride for your, like, country and yours. Yes. Yeah. Whereas when we just, could, we just couldn't believe what we were seeing in, in that fight. Like, the, one, of the, like the, one of the memories from my... The sister's wedding, so like a whole bunch of our family came to Colorado from Canada to uh, for the wedding, and the Blue Jays were in the playoffs. Then they were playing Texas again. Okay, and so the night after the wedding, so that uh, uh, that Sunday night, we like all of our relatives like came. To like our like hotel room, yeah, and we we, we, just, we just watched the Blue Jays game. <laughs> so it's just it's, it's awesome. Like all of our Canadian relatives just watching this Blue Jays game. That would be and fun. it was it was great. I there one there have been several times where uh, we've gone out to a bar to watch playoff hockey in the wild or on it, and like mm-hmm. I don't watch any sports religiously, but there is I mean it's just fun 
Like they're in the playoffs and it's just fun to go to a bar full of people who are all like, yes, let's root for this team. Uh, I don't really understand letting it ruin your day if they lose. Like there are people who get really grumpy if they lose, but it's like, it, it's just a fun activity to go like a bunch of strangers and just be like, we're all going to agree that we're going to watch this thing and cheer when things happen. It's very fun. Uh, a, a bite of manners and story. We were, uh, were over at his house to, we were going to do something after a game and he had had people over before to watch the Vikings uh, playoff game. And for whatever, I forget what it was like, like we'd, we were, we all of a sudden went down in like like a minute left. The Vikings and, did? Yeah. And his mood just dropped. It's like, fuck this. Like, we always, you know, it's like classic like Viking stuff. We always do this. Yeah. And then we won on like a fucking Hail Mary. At, Wait, is like, this the, the miracle in Minneapolis? The Minneapolis miracle or yeah. whatever? Is that yeah. that one? Okay. Yes, that one. And, and like, it was like the turnaround in like his emotion. <laughs> from like the most despondent to like fucking Vikings every time to like it, it's it's a just ecstatic sport, sports can drain you. I don't I don't <laughs> I it's so interesting to talk about because my there's like there's not whatever that switch is or I, switch isn't right the right way to put it whatever that is I just don't have it where if the team I'm rooting for loses it's just like ah shucks. It doesn't like really bum me out, but I do think it's fun to go somewhere like I was saying and just root for a thing with people. It doesn't happen as often with fightings, fighting, but there are times where like I really, really want a per- a certain person to win. Like the interesting thing with like like a sports kind of uh, <clears throat> symbiosis, like something like that, is when you have. Uh, like a Premier League soccer, but they might be not in the Premiership. They might be in like level two down. What? So they're so there's like the Premier League soccer mm. in England. I, best the best. You're acting like I know what Premier League is. So like, so like the best, the best soccer in the professionals. England. The best, the best. Okay. They also have a whole series of layers underneath it. Sure. Um, or kind of the Okazuna scale, or like the Sumo scale, where it's a, or like like the, a whole bunch like of the mi- the minor leagues, yeah, a whole bunch of minor leagues, yeah. And so like a whole bunch of like these little teams that just are like some weird little township. Chef- Sheffield and Brumbill. Brumbill, yes, Brumbill. <laughs> Sheffield is actually in the Premiership, so you can't say that one. Okay, uh, Cromwell and Brumbill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so like they they know that their team's not the best. <clears throat> yeah, but it's just it's it's. The, the team itself is so much a part of the community. Yeah. It, it's just this thing that they do every Saturday is the, the town is, is just a part of the team as much as like the team is a part of the town. Dude, I know it, that I've, I've talked to you at least about that. I can't remember if I've talked about it at the podcast. My like, my dream for how I could live my life is like, I go. I do my job. I come home. I eat dinner with my kids, and then like a few nights a week, I like I would love it if like I walked to where like the Applebee's is. I don't want it to be Applebee's, but I walk to like where the Applebee's is, and there's a nice little bar, and I meet my friends there, and we watch a couple of nights a week. We just watch a sport and cheer for it, like. 
and just and just talk shit while we're doing it. Just just shoot the shit. It like that sounds awesome to me. We're like all the town just gets together once or twice a week and watches this sporting thing and you just talk and have a couple beers and it's real chill and like that's it sounds so it's just a, it's it's like a dream world of just like or even if it was just like somebody's basement the only like i just don't i i don't want to have to like get in my car and go through a bunch of stoplights and shit like i just love the idea of like walking somewhere having a couple beers and watching a sports match mm-hmm. sounds awesome yeah that's thing like and that's what it is for this town like it's it's like yeah like this thing is just Brombell. Brom- thing yeah, that Brombell does together <laughs> like they just uh, you know, they, they all they, they know all the players on this team. A bunch of them probably aren't from Brombell, but they've you know they they've signed to Brombell, so they're like adopted sons to this town, and it, it's like this weird little like thing. That, that just sounds fun. I would also just love it with fighting. And like, what I would love is yeah, we have a little corner bar, and a couple of there's like Tuesday night fights and Thursday night fights. And then there's the big fight on Saturday and you get to watch a bunch. You know, it's like what Dana White's contender series is. If you ever watch that, like you, you've gotten to see Sean O'Malley start in Dana White contender series and come all the way through to like being a co-main event on a, on a numbered card uh, where, yeah, it would just be really cool to like, you go to the bar Tuesday have a couple beers, you go to the bar Thursday, have a couple beers, and you're watching like Tuesday night fights, Thursday night fights, and then watching the main cards on Saturday and just getting to watch people come up through that would be fun. And you're also just seeing your best friends and just, it's just a reason to hang out. Yeah. It's my dream. That and the and friend village. Yep. One of us has to win three hundred million dollars. One of us wins a giant lottery and then just builds friend town. And well we're we're all so introverted except for maybe Matt and Ann. The Vitamin Anderson can can tell us, but we're all so introverted that we could just have a red light or a green light on our houses. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I could be social tonight. No, not today. <laughs> dude with our friend group it would still be fucking hard to make plans like even if we all if, if we had the friend cul-de-sac it would still the people would be like i'm gonna have a bonfire in this day I'd be like ah maybe maybe i'll come i don't know <laughs> you live across the street yeah so maybe yeah i said maybe calm down that, that's what that's what javin would tell me calm down i couldn't tell today Jav, I've 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 learned not to apply context to Javin's sex messages, but he had he had one that I read with the tone of "calm down," and I was like, I don't, I don't know if Javin is telling me to calm down with this text message, or if he's also making fun of this group of people that I'm making fun of. Minorities, right? No, I can't. I can't tell. So I just did. So I just, so I just ignored it, because that's what I've I've learned to do is just like I'm not gonna apply the context that's in my head, because I've I've been wrong about it in the past. Like when you got eight tickets piled on you, I didn't say eight, and that was a fucking joke. All I wanted to say was blasted in the face by tickets. 
<laughs> but it it actually it was it wasn't that response. Uh it was a different one. Did I say six? I thought I said five because I was I was well somebody Javin or Rolo can scroll back in that chat and check. But I was sitting doing something at my workbench. Okay. I was sitting doing something at my workbench and all of a sudden I heard my email on my computer is going like bing 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 and it was just like what in the fuck is happening and so i went to look and it was like holy shit i just got all these tickets like where do they they had just been sitting in the unassigned queue that nobody else besides javin and rollo is understanding this right now but They've just been sitting in the unassigned queue, and then I, I don't know why, I just thought it was funny to say I got blasted in the face by tickets. You know, like a, like a, like a, like a porno. And so I said, I can't remember the number I said, but I said, I just got blasted by like this many tickets, and then Javin said, well, it was just me, calm down. But that's not actually what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a text message <laughs> that I sent. Uh, and then in response to the response that Javin sent, I sent a gif of the rock crossing his arms in a grumpy fashion. <laughs> that, that was the one where I was like, I can't tell if Javin's telling me to calm down with the message he just sent me or if he's with me. Now it's your turn to just talk about nonsense while I use my wiener to pee. Uh, oof. I don't I don't like the way he said that. So I think I might just sit here, stare at the screen, wait for someone to type something that I can talk about. Yeah, Schwack gets it. That was one hundred percent uncalled for. Wait, what song am I supposed to write, Schwad? Is it, is it about whipping wieners out to pee? Oh, that's right, the bumper music. I can feel my, my Dan silence. Um, you know, they talked about Fall Guys Season 2 today. They're going to do uh, medieval-themed stuff. So there's... Uh, Knights and dragon skins. There'll be some new new courses that uh, will have castle themed things you have to do. That's pretty exciting. Uh, you know, they, Call of Duty Cold War is the new Cod Blops. Cold War is the new new Cod Blops. That's coming out. What? I won't play it. Huh? No, nothing. Why did you say pushing ramps? Oh, let's talk about the Fall Guys expansion. Mm. The new Fall, Fall Guys season two. Um, so like that that's the, the, the ticket thing happened to me on what's today? Thursday. On I think Monday. Uh, but I wasn't I just wasn't paying attention to my like my phone was on silent. I just wasn't paying attention to it because I was I had to do something else. Like mm-hmm. I basically was doing all like like trying to do stuff that was more important than whatever the, the hell was going to happen in, in like a uh, like ticket land. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like a, like a message to our like teams chat for the whole team, the whole tech team 
about like unassigned tickets going out and stuff like that. So I look down and it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, I opened open it up and it had like 28. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, where did these all come from? That's all I'm saying. Cause I get it. I probably did it yesterday when I was on 3000 where you take like seven calls in a row. So you haven't looked at the unassigned ticket queue. The way our, the way our system works at work is that somebody will put in a ticket and it goes into a queue of unassigned tickets. And then who's ever working the help desk has to look at those tickets and either try to help the people solve it. If it's something like, hey, I need my voicemail password reset. Anybody can do that. So you just do it and close the ticket. Or, it's, can do it. or it's like, I got locked out of my computer and the only way to fix it is to physically be touching it. If you see a ticket like nobody puts it in, you have to interpret it. But if you see a ticket like that, you're like, shit, I got to assign that to Dan. So if you take like six, seven calls in a row and you haven't been able to look at the queue for like a half an hour, you'll look at it and there's just a bunch of tickets in there at this time of the year. So I get I get why it happened. Oh, yeah. It was just like, but, but, what the fuck? I'm getting blasted by these tickets. It's funny when they all show up at once because like you'll go from like... Yeah, that was the like, thing. is Like seven to like 36. It's like, what the fuck? Well, and earlier that day or earlier today, I, I was talking in our work chat and I was like, oh yeah, baby. Like I just closed out five or six tickets by, and it was like by eight 30 that morning. Cause I had basically made a list of like, okay, I'm going to go to this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, and then I'll like come back to my office. So you fix every problem and then you get back to your office. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, baby. I it was Austin Powers day at work at school. Anyway, so I got it's just always nice when you do it like that because you come back to your your ticket queue and you're just like bing 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 like clicking off all the ones. And so it was like all the work I had done in just like thirty seconds of getting these tickets was like, well <laughs> there goes the lead I had. Now there's now there's whatever it was five four it was four new tickets it wasn't that many, mm-hmm. um, but yeah I was gonna ask you how like I feel like I misinter especially since like working with you guys I've had to really be conscious of it because I feel like I misinterpret people's tone all the time when I'm not talking to them in person it's why sometimes I'll call people because I'm like. If there's certain thing, and I I think I know why, and it's it, it it's stuff that I've talked about on the podcast before. It's just like, and I'm trying to work on. It. I'm trying to get better. Like I have really negative self talk in my head. Like when I'm trying to do better at something, it's not like it's not the way I talk to my son. Like you're capable, and I believe in you, and I know you can do this. It's like you're so pathetic. <laughs> what are you? Are you stupid? Why are you being so lazy? Like. So I talk to myself like negatively and I'm trying to get way better at that. Um, but then when I, so when I read text messages and, and work messages and things, I, I will really often interpret them as the person saying like, you're stupid. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So I'm just curious, like how do you, do you feel like you misinterpret text messages a lot? At like work? Just anywhere. Um, I don't. I don't think so. 
Okay, that would make sense because I don't think you have negative self-talk in your head. No, that's yeah. I, I, I like. There, there's definitely times where like all, like someone said, like a team's match is like, oh come on, or or like you know like like. It, but it's like an, a really ambiguous thing. I'll be like, oh fuck, what did I do? Like I definitely have that, and I'll be like, wait, what? What did I do? And they're like, oh no no no. Like, like like those are the ones that get me. Where it's like a really ambiguous thing. I'm just like, oh fuck, what did I do? Where like, you think so, like, you screwed something up? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like, oh crap, what happened? But it's like it's you know it's never something I did. But it's like in my head it's like oh shit, what was the... wait why are they mad at me? But it's but it's only on like the weirdly like ambiguous stuff. Like uh, I can't think of one right yeah, now. Yeah, it'd be but... hard to think of a specific example. My example from today was just complaining, and then. Javin sent a text that it was just like it could either be interpreted as like making fun of what I was complaining about or just saying like hey you gotta take it easy because everybody's human uh, and it, it was just it was interesting to me because I really do think I'm getting better at it as I have more consciousness around it because I was aware of the fact that I read it with a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like when I read it, I was like, well, fuck you, dude. And then it was <laughs> that, but I'm starting to have yeah. this executive functioning part of my brain. That's like, hold on, calm down. <laughs> like you don't have to be a psycho. Just like he, you have no idea how this was meant. Usually, J- you know, Javin's your friend. He probably meant it in a playful way, so just have fun. And it, and then that's what I did, and I actually like ended up the gift that I picked to respond that like I thought it was funny. So I I, th- I do think I'm getting bad better at it, but it, I just I was while I was upstairs peeing, I was like, I wonder what Dan, how Dan interpret because you know you don't have the the social cues that you normally have to interpret that stuff. That's like why when I have if I have to tell my principal or people like that like bad news I don't tell them in an email oh I try and call I try and call every time I either go say it to her face or I or at the very least I call her yeah but I try to like I want to like talk because I don't want any I don't I don't want me to take your email the wrong way and I don't want you to take my email the wrong way. So if I can talk to you in person, because I mean, if you or Mike or or Rolo, people I've known for years and years who are my like absolute best friends, if I'm misinterpreting your messages, like of course that I'm going to misinterpret somebody I've only known for a year or two. So yeah, like I had something with like a, a principal earlier this week where like she wanted to like they just wanted to switch up, you know, they wanted to see if, if they could somehow switch up who was getting what devices for, like, some kids at the school, and they're just like, it's like, man, that's not something I, I'm on, I can decide. Like, that's gotta be, like, you know, that's gotta be somebody else that's, that's, like, above me. And then they replied, like, oh, is that, like, can I, is that something that I can decide? And I, I didn't want to just email it back, I'm like, no. So I, I just like called her. It was like, look, I'm like, I don't, I don't like. You, you could try talking to like, you know, like this person, like the head of this, this, and this. But I'm like, I don't think you're allowed to do what you think you can do here. Like, like this is like you, you, you are not allowed 
to make this decision. Yeah, and you and can't like, you can't do those like Tabislav is like you can't do this. You like, can't <laughs> do those things over email. You need oh, like yeah. you at least need the the inflection of voice. Exactly. When she hears my voice, it's different than if I was to just type in an email. Like no, because like, like we've had these we you know we've had conversations before. Yeah. So that like you know it, it's where I've had to like you know where we both had to like push back on things, so it's easier to like say that to communicate that in a better way. You know, in, in a in a nice phone call, yeah, or face to face. Rolo said constantly, but I'm not sure what that was. That was a while ago, so I'm not sure that was response to. Uh, that was the, the negative self talk, or was it misinterpreting? Because oh. his his later <laughs> his later messages make me think it was misinterpreting, not negative self talk. So Rolo can can uh, I clarify. Because I, I probably typed that the second you were talking about negative self talk. He he'll put a message in. Vital no. Anderson says, "My old boss." <laughs> Was the worst at email. Oh man, empathy. I'm forty. Uh, I felt like I was in trouble every time she emailed until I talked to her. <laughs> See, because so this is why I was saying it. Because Rolo later says I dial way back on text communication when I sense I'm not in a place where I can handle the misinterpretation because it happens. And then Vitamin Anderson says he's being misinterpreted right now. I thought he was saying he constantly misinterprets things because I don't. I don't know that Rolo has. Okay. About misinterpret. I don't know that he has negative self talk. I think I I'm th- just I thought you were saying the same thing. I thought you were saying that your negative self talk is because you were misinterpreting. No, I'm saying my misinterpreting happens because the oh, voice okay, that's okay. the voice that's me in my head is an asshole to me. Yeah. Like I'm not nice to me. And it's <laughs> It's stupid because it could almost make me cry. Like since I've had the realization, like, dude, you're not nice to yourself. Why are mm-hmm. you like that to yourself? Is that a second voice? So you have like this guy like fuck you, and this guy's like, hey, don't listen to him. I don't think it's a second voice. I think it's a it's it's like a it's just a I'm getting into my later life and I'm becoming. I think a big part of it is my children, because I try to like really be empower. Sure I I want to be yeah. empowering with my children. Like I want them to think they are capable and they can do things. That's but so sweet. They're not capable. <laughs> you're so stupid no. <laughs> it makes me think of Hotel Daddy 69 my kids are not my, my kids are so dumb at math my kids are terrible at math oh man was it Sex, <laughs> sex Daddy 69 no it was Hotel no no, no it wasn't daddy. Ho- your Hotel Daddy what was it Horny Dad 69 <laughs> my kids are terrible at math <laughs> um, oh my god i think that's probably my favorite moment sub nerds yeah you're way late because you're fly fishing like a dork i'm just kidding night fly fishing. i'm just kidding fish i love you sleeping. he was a night fly fishing fish are sleeping just go pick them up they're taking naps <laughs> anyway oh, what, what was i saying oh there he is like the like you've come to realize with your children about how you talk oh, to yourself. So when I'm tired or I'm crabby, I'll talk like I'll do the thing that my dad or my stepmom would do that I fucking hated, which is like, What's wrong with you? Are you stupid? Like my my stepmom would say shit like that to me, like, Are you stupid? That's upsetting. Yeah. But and both. and it's it's like stuck in my head now and I don't know why. But like once I realized that, like, dude, you're not you're not even nice to yourself. 
Like, how are you going to be nice to your children and nice to other people when like you're like you're just mean to yourself? Don't like you shouldn't. It was kind of like a part of with with my children, especially Nemo, as he's becoming more and more aware. Is like, wouldn't it make you so sad if your kid talked to himself like this? If like this is how Nemo's head worked inside, and that like I don't think there's any way that that part of me is not going to come out at my children sometimes, mm-hmm. unless I work on it. So yeah. I'm really trying to work on like catching my own negative self talk. Fight like today. When yeah, when Rolo says Adam, be nice to Adam. Today when I today when I was exhausted and I didn't want to get up to work out, I just like it was nice. I just gave myself a break. Like, hey, dude, it's okay. Like, you're not an athlete. It's gonna be okay if you don't work out today. You need the rest because it's a crazy week. And it was like, yep. And I turned my alarm off till six fifty. And then today I still like. I still felt good. My my robot said that I could work out. And so it was like, okay, I'm going to get home and I'm gonna, like I'm going to do 20 minutes of, of jump rope because I know I feel good and I know that I'll it'll make me feel even better. You know what I mean? Like instead of saying like, dude, you were a pussy this morning, don't be a fucking pussy this afternoon and not work out. Like you're so weak, you're so, like just all this awful shit that I used to say to myself. It was like Hey man, you should do it. You're going to feel better after you do it. You already feel good. Like you're going to feel better. So you should just go home and do your 20 minutes of jump rope and you'll feel good. And then I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm really trying to change like that. Inter- like what we were talking about last week, where there are some people who don't have an internal dialogue or self-talk or whatever it is. I'm trying, I'm just trying to be aware of it and change it. And so that was a part of it today was like, I feel like I will misinterpret people's shit all the time, but it's mine. I think is because the voice in my head is so negative. So when I'm just reading other people's shit, if there's even a hint of negativity, I'm just, I, that's just how I interpret it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so I do feel like I'm getting better at it, but it's, it's like, a. I feel like it's almost a, Sisyphean effort like they're just the days that I feel like I'm not good at it like I don't I don't know how to dig myself out of those days like one coming hot at the end self love got lead by example so let's show Nemo how it's done let's see uh, we gotta back way up Rolo said constantly was about misinterpreted text for what it's worth I have negative self talk too but doesn't sound in my head in the same way as you, Adam. That makes sense. Well, because it's, it's your voice, Rock. <laughs> I hope I hope your negative self-talk <laughs> is not be my funny. voice. It's, 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 it's Adam <laughs> yelling at you in your head. That would not be funny. I'd feel so bad. <laughs> I'm the negative person in somebody's life, so their negative self-talk is me. <laughs> oh, my God. That would make me feel awful. Like, that's what I don't want to become for my children. Because no, that, that's, that's when, when I, like a when I hear... Like, a, like, like a Full Metal Jack situation where they show up and they shoot you because like you're in their head yelling oh. at them all day. When I think, what are you stupid? It's my stepmom's voice. Like, it's not me. Or when I think, what's wrong with you? It's my stepdad and my, or my stepmom and my dad. Like, what's wrong with you? Why would you do that? Well, I don't know. Because I'm a child. <laughs> um, and then, so let's see. Rolo, or, uh, Schwartz says, good on you, Adam. Adam. 
Have a black person self-love. Got to lead by example. Show Nemo how it's done. Uh, have Labber, and then so have Labber says what there are people who don't have an internal narrative you have to listen to last week's podcast yeah that blew my fucking mind and then the other thing that I thought was fascinating was Nick not picturing in his mind what he's reading mm-hmm. that still blows my mind that's so interesting to me like mm-hmm. but you still like reading I it's so yeah. weird uh, Rolo says if my inner voice is Adam's voice I should be in a bad room yeah uh, yeah, it's like that's the thing. It's 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 I'm like it's not that I never have self doubt, like as I definitely do with like a lot of you know with like certain things. Uh, but yeah, I, I never had it at an early age from outside influences. Like no, like no one was telling me I'm stupid. Which can, which is not, which which basically just kind of, like, it just, it, it makes it harder for you to get, like, to where you are now because you had you had to overcome the fact that like, this other thing was working against you. Yeah, it's a weird thing because I feel like it is, it has been motivating for certain things. Like, it definitely helped motivate me to publish a book at twenty eight, but. I don't I think the long term it's just not it's not the way to do it. It's it that's the weird it's the weird thing with that sort of a like a relationship. You'll always like I, I had a like a different friend in high school with something like that and, and you'll you'll always hear it with like people with, with certain certain parents or where it's they're like it might be like the like the super strict person that doesn't ever seem to actually show them love. Mm-hmm. But then they'll, but they'll always use it as like a thing where, well, that got me to where I am today. But it's like, it probably shouldn't have been that way. But though. if you're miserable, like it's, who it's, it's, gra- it's great that you got here, but like for fucking fifteen years of your life, it was like you're miserable. It was, not, it was not, yeah, yeah. That's it, the it, way it, I think about it. Is like, what is it worth if you're miserable? Exactly, it's, it's great that nothing. you got here, but imagine what you could have done without it. Like it's like you didn't like it's. Yeah, because like, because that's it's you that got you there. This thing just didn't, you know. It's it's a it's a it's it's a weird like. It's a weird thing too to just think to yourself like, because the the thing with like exercising is like you're gonna feel better when you do it. Like there, it, so it's weird for me to say like, you're not gonna feel as good if you don't do it, or if like I'm gonna eat like shit or something. It's like you're gonna eat like shit and you're not gonna feel great. But then the thing is like, if I'm just like, I'm just like, let's say today I was like, I'm just too tired and I'm not going to jump rope. Mm-hmm. I would beat myself up about it anytime I had a spare moment to think about it for like the rest of the day. And I would lay mm-hmm. down in bed and like beat myself up about it. And that's the part that I don't think is healthy. I think just saying like, just kind of letting that go and just saying like, it's all right, dude, it's one day. Like you can work yeah. out, you can work out tomorrow. And I think, I don't know what it's like. If you have to be like a, if you have to be like a top end athlete, I think maybe you do have to have a little, like some of that where like, you're just going to kick yourself if you don't, mm-hmm. but like, I'm not <laughs> like, it's going yeah, it's- to be okay. And even with writing, like it's going to be okay. Like, yeah, like I, 
Like, every so often I'll have that. Like, because, like, these last couple weeks, like, I haven't, like, ran or, or biked as much as I as I would have in other weeks. But it's, like, I'm just, like, I've been, like, tired when I got home from just, like, yeah. work and, like, not. It's, like, you know what? Whatever. Like, I'm not. It's not like I'm not doing other stuff. Like, I'm not, like, eating like an idiot. So, like, whatever. If I if I just if I just run and, like, it, it'll feel great when I run, on, run or bike on Saturday and Sunday. But, you- like, it's. Do you think there's a certain point at which case you should just say like you should be honest with yourself and just say like man I'm fucking up I can be doing better than this like I should be out working out instead not you specifically just people oh a hundred percent because like because it could very easily devolve into like oh I'm just not doing it on Saturday Sunday as well and then well, that's where I cross a line or if it's, it's like if it's just like months and months of you eating like shit and not actually, I don't know why I'm picking on exercise and eating, but it, it just seems like the easiest example where it's just months and months of it. I'm just, I'm not saying there is, I'm just asking, do you think there's any point at which you can say to yourself, like I, well, I guess that would be the the way to say it positively is not like I'm such a fuck up. It's like, or I'm so lazy or anything like that. It's just like, I can, I can do better than this. I can just start eating better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can go for a walk tomorrow. Like I know mm-hmm. I can do better than this. Mm-hmm. I can go for a walk for the next three weeks and then slowly turn that into run. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, I'm re- and it's a genuine question for me because I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, how do I change my thinking? How do I change my internal dialogue so that I'm, I'm, it's like, because what I've learned is like when I, exercise and i eat healthy i'm like i'm just way happier waking up is easy hold on joey's <laughs> chewing his leg <laughs> just going to town this poor guy has allergies can you see him chewing oh yeah give him a little licks joe give him little, little nibbles he quit he looks at me all wide-eyed <laughs> um so yeah like I've learned at this point in my life, I'm just, I'm better off if I do those things. And so it's like finding the, the right way to talk to myself of like, dude, don't. So, okay. Here's a perfect example. Last Saturday, Javin had us all over for a responsibly distanced bonfire, right? Mm -hmm. I had four beers, I think at Javin's. And then on the way home, I got McDonald's. And I like I knew I was like, dude, this is going to be... I wish you were going to say, on the way home, I had two more beers. <laughs> I was like, this isn't your... Like, this is going to be good like while you eat it, and that's it. But I had had a few beers, so like I was just like, shut up that part of me. I want to eat McDonald's. And I did, and then I swear to God, I didn't feel good again until Monday. Mm-hmm. So like all of Sunday... Or not, not like until Monday. Like I woke up on Monday and I made myself work out. And then like as the day went on Monday, I felt better. But like it took a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm trying to figure out like, yeah, just how do you tell yourself like, dude, just don't do it. You're just, it's not, you're not, it's not worth it. You're not going to feel good. You're going to, you're going to feel shitty. And it's going to be harder to do the, it's going to be harder to be a nice dad, to not be crabby. It's going to be harder to not have negative self-talk 
Like mm-hmm. everything's going to be harder because you're doing this. Just don't do it, man. Like you, you can just not have it. But yeah. that my excuse there was I had had four beers and there was just, was a, there was enough, was in, there was enough in me to be like, no, I want McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can do that every once in a while. I, I, I would have, I would have stopped on the way home, but I had, I had to get home quick enough to start Hobbs and Shaw. So I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop at the drive-thru. It was a little sad. I wanted, yeah. but I, I had a, I, I had an excuse, so I so I, I just made Tristan's and cheese instead. It's a good snack. Amber's turned me on to pre- we would get pretzel sticks all the time for kids. Okay. Just put a bunch of pretzel sticks on a plate and put cheese on them. It's fucking good. That's that's, yeah, that's the same. So instead of picking up a Triscuit, you just grab a whole pretzel stick. Dude, no, like that comes up like a cookie. Oh, so you're just like eating it as one. Nacho. It's like it's yeah, it's like a pizza. I make it. I don't make it on a big ass plate. I make okay. it on our on our smaller plates, uh-huh. and all the pretzels just stick together with the cheese. And so you can just pick it up, like a little mini pizza, and eat it. And it's just pretzels and cheese. Okay. And it doesn't. I, I they lay, don't. They don't make me feel like shit as long as I drink enough water. I lay out flat exactly enough triscuits to fill my plate, and then I sprinkle. About 40 seconds yep. in the microwave. It gets it a nice good melt. I've, I have found that for pretzels and cheese on the little plate, 42 seconds is the best amount of time. I used to go I used to go like like 48, like 52 with the cheese when I was younger. But it would come out like it would, it would get harder. Like it would, yeah, like it would, that's it what would I'm saying. To a point where like it was almost hard. 42 is the perfect amount where the cheese is all melty and bubbly and only the cheese on the outside of the pretzels gets a little... Is, that crunchiness that's the thing like you want that that little crisp edge is a, is a good edge yeah it's perfect matt i 43 i don't know 42 i discovered i can't remember if i had if i had done like over under over under and came to 42 all i know it's my microwave all, all, not every, all, microwave, every is microwave is different it's my microwave, on the package 42 seconds is perfect for that the other one if i have a cup of coffee that i want to warm up and like a full, like let's say I want to warm up a full cup of coffee, mm-hmm. forty-seven seconds is the perfect. How big is this cup? Is perfect, but yeah, big. So like 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 a smaller coffee cup. It's about that or big. Like a, about that big around. Uh, probably not eight ounces, like a full cup. Probably like sure. probably closer to like six and a half, seven. Okay. Uh, I do forty-seven seconds. That's that's like the perfect. It's just perfect. It's perfect. Um, I remember. Uh, I haven't eaten a lot of popcorn in my house, but I remember back, like back what? at like back when I was like living at home. I haven't eaten a lot of popcorn in my house. In my not a lot. I mean, like I, I probably only had like fucking like a half a dozen bags. Uh, but it was <laughs> two fifty eight was what I would put in the like my parents' microwave. You still remember it? Because I did it so many times. I like half a leper says that is psychotic. I'll do microwave things in 30-second intervals. Fuck I, that, man. Microwaving is a science. It heats water molecules. And you've got to get the number perfect. I hit the 30-second button a lot of times. Because, like, so at the bottom of the microwave, it says, like, th- like add mm-hmm. 30, add 30. So I'll hit that twice, but I'll still stop it at 12 because it's 48 seconds. <laughs> So I'll, I, I, I do it in thirty second increments, but I don't do full thirty. I can't do that magic or that math. Oh, uh, 
Vitamin says uh, 111 is methanol for leftovers. So that 30 second button is my go to for reheating food because I'll, I'll give it like a 30 and then I can easily, eh, it's not quite there. I'll just get 30 more. Yeah, yeah. So Everybody like, does that's that. Like my, that's my leftover button for sure. I also do 30 seconds for like oatmeal because the way I think about it, so I don't know how your 30 second button works, but if I hit the 30 second button, it turns, like it starts my microwave. Is yeah, that how yours way. work? Okay. Yeah. So if I have to microwave my oatmeal for two minutes, my logic is it's one less button push. Yeah. Or no, sorry, not one less. It's exactly it's like, equal. It's like four less. No, if I'm hitting two zero zero start or 30 seconds four times, my oh. lot it's dumb but my logic is like well i don't have to find all the different buttons i can just push <laughs> this button four times <laughs> that's that's interesting logic like i'm making fun of myself but it's just like i don't have to reach all over and push all these different buttons i can just put 30 seconds four times i do the same for two minutes but i don't use the logic of i'm i'm saving time <laughs> I still just hit it four times. Like I don't actually believe that, but it's just you know. Hey, over like, the time I'm saving. <laughs> Listen, those over the course of my life, those milliseconds will add up to seconds. Mm -hmm. uh, hold oh, yeah, on, 100%. I gotta scroll up in chat. Uh, Vitam Anderson says you can find motivation in in more positive ways than that. I can't remember what that. It's probably just in reference to my negative self talk. Yeah. And then he says humans almost always create motivation to survive. And then he says, my biggest challenge internally is stopping the voice that persuades me to do something like that. I think he's talking about McDonald's there. Yep. Yep. Cause then Rolla says, fuck food. And half Lapper says, I almost got McDonald's like 20 minutes ago, but I was afraid of the curfew. Oh yeah. There's a curfew in Minneapolis and St. Paul yeah. today. There's one yep. in St. Paul too. Uh, and then it's all microwave talk. Um, in reference to your parents, he says, vitamin just said, I suppose he means you can find motivation in other more positive ways than that. Calling you stupid. Yeah. I want to be clear. It's not my mom <laughs> or my stepdad. My stepdad's never called me stupid <laughs> or asked me, what are you stupid? He called you ad dumb a bunch though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird that like, these people I spent very little time with. I think it's because when I was a kid, I had this like idealized picture of my dad and my stepmom in my head. Yeah. Because I never saw them. I saw mm -hmm. them every other weekend. That was it. And so in my head, their words had, or like for me, just their words had so much more weight. Mm -hmm. So it, for, it, it weighed more on my personality. And now I'm trying to un, undo a lot of it since having kids. Um, but yeah, Vitam Anderson said my biggest challenge internally is stopping that voice that persuades me to do something like that. Yeah. I think that's a tough one for a lot of people for, I think that's why people struggle with diets too, because you just, you find reasons like you'll just find, you'll like, this is what I've said about extroverts, uh, in, in 2020, like COVID reality is like. I don't think extroverts can stop themselves from going out. I think they will find reasons in their head. And Dan, you mm -hmm. and I have a, a a friend who 
is so i think he's just so extroverted that he can't help it. he can't help it i literally don't think they can stop themselves so they'll just make excuses as to why going out will be fine for them even if they're really anxious about covid and the world they'll still mm-hmm. somehow find a reason why it's okay to go to a restaurant mm-hmm. because they just they're so extroverted and then i think it, i think it can be the same with if you're trying to follow a diet where it's just like you just find it like oh but remember i did that extra like i went on an extra walk tonight so it's okay if i have this thing and your walk burned like 28 calories and this thing is like 350 calories you know what i mean like that, that that's where i found what worked for me was that like i because I don't, I'm not good at just working out a bunch. Um, and I don't also have like an insane appetite. So I just found the thing that, that kind of worked where it's like, oh, if I just don't eat super stupidly and just make sure I bike and run sometimes, then I'm fine. Like it, 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 like I had to like come to that conclusion over like you know years of thinking like like what I needed to do, but it's like oh no, I've just been doing this for you know Christ almost a year now since like last November since I got like that indoor bike. It's like oh this, this is this isn't that bad. Like I can stay the in shape I want to be and still you know how cold beers with you tonight. And you know, get Chipotle on like Wednesday or something like that, and be fine. Yeah, and that, not have and not have to worry about it. It's, it I just had to, I just had to figure out the the thing that 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 worked for me, where it's like, oh, I, I can allow myself to do some stupid things sometimes, but still be okay. I just had, I just, I yeah. That's a it, great it, way it to took put a it. While to find the way that it works for you, like I, yeah. I still remember you, and was it? Was it half a blapper after I had hernia surgery? You two came over. Half a blapper? So, yeah. Were you there, or was I just talking to Dan? I was high on pills. Well, we watched like a bunch of Verhoeven movies. No, you and I watched a bunch of movies, but was half a blapper there when we watched those? No, not that. Not at that point. No. Okay. We may have come over a different time. Because after I ha- after I got a hernia, so the best shape I've ever been in my life was like right before I got a hernia. The best like lo- appearance. Mm-hmm. the best appearance shape I've ever been in. But like my shoulders were constantly sore. I got a hernia. Like my knee always hurt. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, I have pictures of myself and I looked good. Uh, I've been to your house with Dan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were there. Counts. But after I had hernia surgery, I was, I think I was talking to you and Mike and I was just like, dude, I'm not a, like, I'm not an athlete. And, like, I don't want to do the things that you have to do. Like, I don't want to do keto all the time. I don't want to cut. Like, I, fi- I like bread and pasta. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason I need six-pack abs. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to move around comfortably and play with my kids, which I can do now, but I don't look as good as I did then. But, like, I don't have knee pain or shoulder pain anymore. Like, and 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 when I go to the doctor, I want them to be like, your blood pressure is good. And when I get blood work done, I want them to be like your cholesterol, like you're healthy. That's all I'm looking for. 
And so that was the same. Like I was, t- I just remember telling you and Mike that night, like, I just need to realize like, I'm not an athlete. I don't need to have like a he-man physique. I can like, I can, and that's where I'm at now. Like I, I work out, I do exercises that make sure I can comfortably move around and continue to move around and not to look in a certain way. Cause mm-hmm. for me, it was just, it was like the hernia was the wake up call because I was just having chronic knee pain, chronic shoulder pain. I would have like, I would constantly get headaches because what I was working out for was like appearance and not for mobility. Yep. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, with, it's the same with eating for me. It's like, dude, I'm just gonna, I'm, I've counted calories enough to know like around how much calories are in a thing. Mm-hmm. So like today I had for lunch, I had oatmeal with peanut butter, uh, you know, and two tablespoons of peanut butter is 190 calories and oatmeal is 150 calories. So like, I know how much my lunch was. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I grabbed a handful of granola, which is, you know, somewhere probably around like 70 to 100 calories so it's like i know how much that was and then for dinner we had like thai peanut salad which is spaghetti and i ate a bunch of spaghetti that's like a thousand calories so like you just kind of as long as i know how many calories i'm eating in a day i just that's all i'm concerned with at this point and then Mm -hmm. trying to get fruits and vegetables and you know not just eating straight spaghetti (laughs) oh yeah but it's like you said like this is this just allows me to maintain and kind of be the way I want to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had a choice, I would be super shredded, but oh, I don't, I don't have any real reason or need to do that. Like the way that I live and eat all of my things are healthy. I think, I don't know. I got shingles, so maybe I'm right. Well, maybe I'm way wrong. <laughs> uh, Vitam Anderson says mine's the opposite. It's usually on the days that I ate bad, I tell myself that I already blew this day, so I just go to town and eat more. I don't have that. That's interesting. Mine is more like, well, it's like I said tonight. Our spaghetti was Thai peanut salad. Our spaghetti. Jesus Christ. Our dinner was Thai peanut salad. And because I knew that's what we were eating for dinner, I ate really well for the rest of the day. So for... I do intermittent fasting, but for my breakfast, I had an apple. And then about a later, I had the oatmeal. And then I didn't eat anything mm-hmm. until dinner. And then after this, I'll have a, a bowl of cereal probably before I go to bed. Because I'm, I'm, under, I'm under on calories. There's no way. So if my lunch was like 450, if my dinner was 1,000... I'm not, I'm nowhere near 2000 calories, which is kind of what I try to hit every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weber says, I know a lot of people say not to weigh yourself a ton, but I found that stepping on a scale and just paying attention every day helps me a ton, keeps me aware and paying attention to my body. I don't weigh myself because I'm a psycho. I, I, I will say the scale thing. Um, I don't, I got a house scale in my house, but like my folks do. And so like when I would be like watch house for my dad or something, I would like step on it and 
taught me that I'm, I, I don't like eating certain things or doing certain things. Like I'm not putting on a whole bunch of weight. Okay. Like it's not. It's not as like like just doing the things I was doing and whatever, whatever. It. It's not like, like I. I, I, I was where I wanted to be, so I, I I could. If I if I had to scale every day, I'm sure I'd be a little bit more conscious of it. To like, I I probably I probably would refine a little more, just because I the weird like competitiveness in my my head. I I probably try and uh like stay below a certain thing, but just doing it that few times. And seeing what the actual number was with what I was doing was good to reinforce that it's like okay, that like you this this is fine, like because there there be times where like I might not work out for the week like oh man like like just in your head it's like oh well, I I probably put on like a you know like like a few pounds like just for like whatever reason it's like it's impossible like it's not like I was eating like insane and like just like you know, whatever the calories my body needs to, like, function that day, because I was, like, you know, moving around a bunch. It's not like I was, like, plus a thousand calories over, like, what my body was trying to consume. Like, it's not like I, sh- it's not like I should be putting on weight, but it's, like, in like in my head, it'd be like, oh, well, you didn't, like, do anything for the whole week, so you're, you, you know, but it's like, oh, no, that's not true. I, yeah. Like, I, I, my weight fluctuates like crazy, like, when I do weigh myself. Because I weigh myself occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't. So before I went to my cabin, I didn't feel great. Uh, I didn't have a lot of energy, and I was, I was like one seventy two. Like I was pretty light mm-hmm. for me. Um. And then I went to the cabin and I just didn't care about calorie counting or anything. Like ate whatever I wanted, Doritos, Cheetos, hot dogs, burgers, pulled pork, like kind of ate all day, every day, you know, was eating desserts, things like that, Uh, drinking beer, got back from the cabin and could tell that the way I was eating, you know, I had like zits Mm -hmm. because if I eat shitty, I get zits. Uh, And I was just real. I was irritated more easily and I was like, and Amber noticed the same thing. It was like, cool. We got back and like the dinner we got, we had the night we got back was like steak and Brussels sprouts and white rice. Like just really like, and, but you're like craving it at that point. Like, Oh, it's going to feel so good to just eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after getting back, I haven't weighed myself since then, but after getting back from the cabin, my weight was, uh, 184. So I went from 172 to 184 in like a week and a half. But like if I look in the mirror, it just it just looks the same. I don't look like mm-hmm. I'm in great shape. I don't look like I'm in terrible shape. I just yep. look like a guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so for me, it's, it's kind of like what you were saying where it's like it's not that big of a deal. As long as I don't – my week of cabin eating, as long as that isn't week after week after week after mm-hmm. week after week. Because if it is week after week after week, then I do start to see a change in my physique. Yeah. But like if it's just every once in a while and I go up, I mean, I went up over 10 pounds, but I don't really see a change. Mm-hmm. So m- what I'm really trying to focus on is like, 
can I move around in the ways that I want to? Like, do I move around pain-free? And then how do I feel in the morning when I wake up? Is it easy to get out of bed and go work out? Or does it suck? And then it just, and then I, it just sucks the rest of the day. Like that's I mean, all. Like, I think, I think one of the big things was like, like the way you're working out now is just like the cardio stuff. Like, like the fact that you can, the fact that you know the cardio is getting easier means that your body is better. Like your, 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 your body is better equipped to exist in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the cardiovascular thing is huge for just overall health. But, like, another mm-hmm. big part of me is, like, I don't have to hold on to the handrail to go downstairs. Because that's, I mean, that's where I've been at at certain points where, like, the pain in my knee was bad enough mm-hmm. that, like, and, I mean, a part of it is just getting older, too. Like, I, I literally every night, maybe not literally, just about every night, I, after my kids are in bed, I stretch for 15 to 20 minutes. And I'm not kidding. Like I do, uh, there's one stretch that I, I found from this bodybuilder. His name's, I think it's Gabriel Sate or Gabriel. He's on YouTube, but he does, it's called beast stretch, which is where, do you know what child's pose looks like in yoga? Mm -hmm. It's like that, but you're not on your knees. You're on, you're on like the balls of your feet. Okay. And then you wave through your whole spine until you're in like a, 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 it's not upward facing dog. I don't know what it's called. We're like, yeah, fuck. What is that? That's, uh, is it called, is it called, are you just going going from plank to, to like dog? It's not, it's not plank. Cause you're you're going to like, are you becoming a triangle? No, it's not plank. It's uh hold on. Let me see if I can find it. But this, it's like, I love this one because it, it, shit, I can't remember this guy's name. It's Gabriel something. Mm-hmm. Nope. I thought Gabriel say is his name. S E Y. Hold on. Uh, Okay. For hands. I'm just going to show it on the stream. So if you're listening to the audio, you won't be able to. You won't be able to watch it, unfortunately. Okay. So, but if you are watching the live stream, you'll be able to see it at least. Uh, I don't know what this is. Close that. So can you guys. Okay. Yeah, you can see that. So this is the, this is the stretch. If you've been sitting at a desk all day which is most of us at the moment so i do oh, okay. i do this five times which is yes yes you're going into where i forget what that's called it's called i think it's called cobra that sounds right or it might just be upward dog i can't remember holy it, it, shit he is. He's, he's, he's going from child to to downward facing dog to to cobra yeah okay as soon as i do but you just wave through it so I do that one, uh, and I do. Sorry, my computer just told me that it didn't have enough room to keep recording, but I think it's just video. I need to move. <laughs> I need to move a bunch of shit off my SSD. Um. Yeah. So I do that one. I do pigeon pose. If you know what that is, I just I just f- for 
15 or 20 minutes, I do several different stretches and it, it helps a ton. So yeah, like the cardio stuff is good, is great for my cardiovascular help, but like just being able to pick up kids without a pain in my hip or Mm -hmm. go up and down the stairs without a pain in my knee or like wake up and have to like mummy walk (laughs) to the toilet. Suck. Like to go pee. I was just like, I was always just had little aches and pains and, and it just sucked. And so I'm would way rather do what I'm doing now, but I don't, I don't know. I don't look the same as I do. Like if I look at the pictures from like right before I got the hernia, I was like getting in really good shape, like had Mm -hmm. abs, had pecs, was like getting in really good shape and then got a hernia and it was like, well, at what cost I'm the superficial results are there, but like Mm -hmm. everything else sucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just, it wasn't fun. Yeah. I like have the interesting thing. Like if we start climbing again, it's like, cause yeah, there were so many things you just couldn't do because your knee be like, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do that move. Cause my knee hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I bend my, you know how, like where, if I had my knee super bent, mm-hmm. it's still that I still will feel like a little tightness in my knee. Which okay, makes me wonder okay. if I do have a little meniscus tear. Uh, it's got to be that. It's got to be. I don't know, but the like the pain for everything though 